I got to see Dr. Stella again in Dallas and got to thank her personally for saving my mom's life. There you go. That's a big one. I tell you what, Dr. Stella gives the best hugs. You know, she is she is a, a warrior of God. I mean, this this woman brings a, a spiritual axe to the battlefield. Um, and at the same time that she's fighting for you on the spiritual level, she's also fighting for you on the medical level. She's amazing. So if you... If you're feeling just a little down or you're, you haven't had COVID, you're afraid of getting COVID, um, it can be a very scary thing. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine really do work. I promise you, you are not going to grow a tail. Uh, Mick, and I, <laughs> Mick and I both take hydroxychloroquine regularly as a prophylactic, even though, um, well, I think I've had COVID. I don't think Mick has, but uh, either way, we Still take hydroxychloroquine it. all the time. My mom, we gave her ivermectin when she got COVID and she was better in four days, four days. And Dr. Stella also has this awesome all-in-one vitamin, which can really help boost your immune system because it's really important not just to take over-the-counter prescription drugs, but in order to keep your immune system at its peak efficiency all the time so you don't get yep. sick, you really need an excellent vitamin supplement. So Dr. Stella is the place to go. Go yeah, to drstellamd.com and use, use the promo, promo code, code DEFIANT and that will save you up to 5% not only in your teledoc visit, but also because remember folks, this is a prescription. You are being mailed a prescription so you have to physically see a doctor first. So you're gonna go there, you're gonna get a teledoc visit. Your teledoc visit, once your teledoc visit's complete, they're going to, if you're sick immediately, they will overnight you, uh, either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, whichever one you get. Or both. Or both, if you use Promo code DEFIANT, that will save you up to 5%, not only in your teledoc visit, but also with the drugs as well. And they will send them, and trust me when I say that they're within 48 hours, because they were there within 48 hours. Yep. For my mother-in-law, they were there in 48 hours, and let me tell you something, I didn't have to hear about it anymore, about how she was gonna <laughs> die. It literally lasted 72 hours about me hearing about how she was gonna die when I knew for a fact- natural immunity. When I knew for a fact she wasn't going to. So Dr. Stella, M-D, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot, or md.com and again use promo code defiant save up to five percent on your order both on your teledoc visit and any order you make even if you get the vitamin or you get hcq ivm whichever you get get them both get them all and get them shipped to you and save five percent on your order like i said we are only bringing people that we believe in that are patriots people that we know that are not here to you know, they're not patriots, they're patriots. They're here promoting the same cause we're promoting. They're trying to help the same things you're trying to help. This is what we want to get to you. This will help you recover from COVID. It will help you prevent COVID. Uh, as we're hearing now, we've got news or stories after news stories coming out about, especially hydroxychloroquine, how it can be used as a prophylactic and even not- for the flu, correct. not just COVID, even for the flu. So, so as folks, Mick likes go get to it. say, better to have and not need than need and not have. Absolutely. Get it for your own ship box, put it in your house somewhere just in case somebody gets sick. Boom, you've got it. Family member gets sick, you can ship them some. Here you go. I got some drugs for you. This will work. Trust me, it will work. Just take it. You will be amazed. You'll even feel better. If you're not sick, you will even feel better after taking it. Trust me. It's amazing. So folks, again, doc, Dr. Stella, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot MD.com MD, MD and use promo code defiant and you'll save up to 5%. Appreciate y'all listening.
I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. I cannot see, but I know you will But you can't lie to me with all these books that you sell I'm not trying to follow you to the end of the world I'm just trying to leave something behind Words have come from many mouths oh, But I can't help thinking that I've heard the wrong crowd When all the water is gone, my job will be too And I'm just trying to leave something behind Oh, money is free, but love costs more than our bread In the ceiling it's hard to reach Oh, the future ahead is broken and red And I'm trying to leave something behind This whole world is a foreign land We swallow the moon, but we don't know our own hand We're running with the case, oh, but we ain't got the gold And we're trying to leave something behind Oh, my friends, I believe we are at the wrong fight And I cannot read what I did not write I've been to his house, oh, but the master is gone But I'd like to leave something behind There is a beast who's taking my brain You can put me to bed, but you can't feel my pain When the machine has taken the soul from the man It's time to leave something behind our money is free, but love costs more than our bread In the ceiling it's hard to reach All the future ahead is already dead 
trying to leave something behind I got this feeling that I'm still at the shore And pockets don't know what it means to be poor I can get through the wall if you give me a door So I can leave something behind Oh, wisdom is lost in the trees somewhere Or you're not gonna find it in some mental gray hair It's locked up from those who hurry ahead And it's time to leave something behind Our money is free but love costs more than our bread In the ceiling it's hard to reach When my son is a man he will know what I meant I was just trying to leave something behind Was just trying to leave something behind. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much butter, better, beloved, better half. Feeling. Hello, Patriots. And I'm just trying to leave something behind. That is quite accurate. Sean Rowe, I think, hit that nail on the head. That's kind of the sentiment we brought from the last episode into this one. And uh I think it it still exists. It's still a real thing. I think we're just all trying to leave something behind for our kids. We got to leave something better than what we started with. And uh, I think that's the right to all mankind. That's the goal of every generation. Yeah. To uh, leave something better behind for their kids. So we start tonight um, in a far different place uh, from about 48 hours ago, from where we are when we recorded our last uh, news podcast. Uh, lots happened. Yeah, uh, we know every I know you all know, but we're going to reiterate it because I can't wait to beat the shit out of the left uh, on all of their losses this week. It, it's been a really bad week for old JB. Yeah, well, not a great week for healthcare workers either. No, it's not. It hasn't gotten any better. And uh, yeah, I'm still under a threat. And uh, I'm yeah, I was. I was gonna inquire about that. I hadn't asked you before since we're here. Um, Waiting to see um, because uh, yeah, we beat OSHA, but uh, the CMS or this, uh, yeah, CMH, the CMH guidelines still exist and they were, they gotta stay. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm waiting to see what happens. Uh, so in case everyone doesn't know, basically what the Supreme Court but, but and, hold on, before we get into that, though, the, this song that we started out with, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I think it's pertinent because, you know, I, I said last week that there was, or well, last episode, we did um, Stay in the Fight, Stay in the Light. Yep. Um, and I thought his song should have been that one because that is honestly, when it comes down to it, kids, uh, that's what the fight's been about from the beginning. That's where it started. Uh, I believe that's where it's going to end. Uh, so all the QAnon believers out there, I think you all agree with me because that's where Q started. Um, and Q said that it would end with the kids. Um, 
and he didn't put it in those exact words. There's a lot of people that'll argue, well, that's not what he, no, he, he really did. He, he kind of put it out there like this. He said, look, at the end, all we have left is the next generation. I'm, uh, I don't know how people get confused with next generation not being kids. I mean, honestly, that's what it boils down to. It's kids. I, I, I don't have a... Yeah, that's it. I don't read it any differently. And honestly, all, all of Q, if you really read into it and dig into it, it's it's all about the kids. That's what it started at. That's where it'll end. That's what it was always about. It was about saving the children. So it kind of supports a theory that uh, myself, Josh from the Red Hill Project, um, uh, some other people that I've talked to, we all share the same existence, the same belief at least, that, hey, look... Um, when you look at, you can say what you want about Q. You can say, oh, well, Q was a farce. Q was bullshit. Q was this, Q was that. Uh, when you boil Q down and you look at all of everything he said, um, or they said, or whatever you believe the group said, if you think it was group think, I don't, I, I believe Q was one person. Um, and I believe eventually he was corrupted, but I believe not that he was corrupted. The message was corrupted because somebody got a hold of it. That's he was infiltrated more than yeah, I guess corrupted, corrupted would be bad. Infiltrated would be more accurate. So um it eventually went from one person to a group think. And um instead of fighting the group, he went along with it. Um, or the person that was Q went along with it. And because you can see the difference in the text, you can see the difference in the way that it was written from what it began to where it ended um, and where he ended by himself because there were more declarative statements, not as many questions. Um, some were questions, and I think that was Q, but the ones that were more declarative statements, I don't believe that was Q. I think Q ended at a point. And if December eighth of if you look at the 20, messaging nine, 2020? If you look at the messaging that was out there with what he was talking about, there was a lot of things like everything surrounded a bunch of different I mean, don't get me wrong, he hit on all sides of the spectrum. However, one of the main messages that went throughout each post, you can go back and look. Just just search the word child. Tell me how many times in a cube post that pops up. I can already tell you. I can tell you that. It won't take me very long to search. Because no. I have... She's going to search. QAG always pulled up on here. But anyway, if you do that, you're going to see that there was a repeating theme throughout every post. Child's mentioned quite a bit. I can guarantee it's well over... Hmm, child or kid. I mean, because he really did go back and forth between child and kids. Um if you, you look at it though, if you just do child comma kids and you run with it, I guarantee you're going to get over a thousand mentions within the Q posts of child, children or kids. It's in there. And she's still searching. But either way, uh, we do have a lot to cover though tonight. We are going to go from SCOTUS all the way back to pretty much everything. Fauci. I can't wait. I, I got a little rant to go off on about Fauci. Uh, Jack's 112. 112 throughout every post or throughout 112 Q drops mention the word child. Oh, 112 Q drops, not how many times was the word children or kids mentioned? No, 112 uh, separate drops. The yeah. word child was mentioned. There you go. So, I mean, that's a lot of drops. If you think about all the drops that are out there, that's like 
probably about 50% of the drops. I would say probably maybe maybe 45. Well, there's 4,500 and something drops and there's 112. So not not even Yeah, no, maybe not. No, maybe 30%, 20%. Not 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 even. 15%? No. 10? No. 2. About that. All right. So about 2%. Whatever. <laughs> it's a lot. It started out with the kids. It's going to end with the kids. He said that that's just the way it is. Um, I can't argue it enough. I think that that's leaving something behind is what we have to do with everything that's left over from all of this. The mess is created. We've created it. Whether you want to admit it or not, we've created this mess. Was it our fault that the mess was created? No. Yeah, um, kind of. Because we didn't do anything to stop it. Correct. So in a way, it is our fault. So now we have to figure out what we do with it. Now we have a mess. How do you clean it up? You got to fix it. Um, do you fix it? Just clean it up. I mean, how do you fix it? You, you either burn it down and start over from scratch, or um, you build on top of the rubble that's left from what was there before. Normally, the best way to start a fire is with warm coals. Just saying. Yeah, that's true. Just saying. So we're going to get into that too, because there's 11 guys right now that got charged with crimes that I'm going to educate you all on uh, is pert near an impossible task for the government to prove. Um, this is a, this is nothing more than smoke and mirrors. This is a great big fucking smoke show because uh, Republican news outlets over the last week, we watched it tonight on Fox news have said over and over again how no one has been charged with sedition or insurrection or treason or anything, any one of those crimes. It was zero, 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 zero. And I, they went through, I, we watched. Um, Actually, the uh, Reed, uh, Reed out. Yeah, Joy Reed. Yeah, we were watching that idiot. And she's an idiot. But we have, yes, I, have to, I have to watch it because I got to get an idea of what they're talking about. You don't about. have to make me watch it though, just saying. Well, you decided to sit in front of my 85-inch TV and watch it with me. So <laughs> that's true. That's on you. you I, it's have, not like I could miss it from anywhere in the damn house. Well, from the moon, you couldn't miss it. That's why I have that's an 85-inch TV. Yeah, seriously. But either way. Nick came home with the biggest freaking TV the other day, and I thought my dad was going to shit his pants. I think he did. I think he probably did. I think he shit his pants, and he had a heart on all at the same time, and he didn't <laughs> know what to do. Either way, it's the first heart on he's had on in years. Either way, <laughs> my point is this, is that... You have to do that. And they went, she went on a whole rant for a good five minutes there tonight about all of the Republican news stations that have said, hey, nobody's been charged with sedition. Isn't it odd that just yesterday, 11 people were charged with sedition? Yeah, it's almost like they took it as a challenge, like a hold yeah. my beer thing. Yeah, and yeah. I can't wait to show you how difficult of a crime this is to prove. Excellent. It is, um, it's- They the, could barely prove trespassing on the other ones I with know. freaking video evidence that they haven't released yet. So. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of this. A lot of people don't realize how great of a thing this is gonna be because when these guys fight it, they go to court, all those hours of video footage that we've been banned from seeing, guess what? It all becomes a part of public record. We now have the right as American citizens in this country with somebody being charged under the federal legal act, we actually have a right to see that video. 
make our own minds but up. But wouldn't we have had the right with the people that were previously charged? Or no, because they were that not. That was just misdemeanor. They were not charged with federal crimes. Gotcha. They were charged with local crimes. This is under a federal act. They are going directly out of Title Code US 18. I, I know it. At I know you got the whole damn trial, book there. At the end of this trial, all of that shit becomes public record. Okay. A matter of public record. It's not just. It is public record. No, it's a matter of public record, which means you can FOIA the shit out of it. You're going to get everything that you asked for and then some. Well, fantastic. I can't wait. And I, I, don't real, I don't know if the Democrats realize this because when this goes to prove that Ashley Babbitt was actually murdered, yeah, I can't wait to be the first person to pick up the phone and call her, her husband and say, now we have the proof. Well, and you know, her husband has been asking for anyone that has video from the corridor if um, that hasn't already been released, if they would send it to him or send it to the, I think it's called Justice for Ashley Foundation. Because you know what I bet? Hmm. And just judging from where that corridor was and <clears throat> knowing how the Secret Service operates a little bit, that corridor I know for a fact was under video from both back, the entire front, place side, was. yes, everything was videotaped. Of course, it was. So you're not going to get that only view. Everything in there is videotaped. You're not, all the time. You're not going to get that only view of the the girl holding her camera yeah, up. No. that has the only the hand and the gun sticking out of the doorway. Yeah, no, you'll you're going to see everything. You'll see everything. everything. You'll see what provocation he had what or didn't bird, have. What Bert saw from yep. the other side of the glass. This is the same guy, by the way, who left his uh, his gun his. It, government issued pistol mm -hmm. in a shitter. Yeah, he left it in a public restroom. In a public restroom. Where some kid could have picked it up Any and shot himself. Any child could have found it. Yep. yep. Yeah. The same guy. Honestly, he should have been let go at that point. Yeah. But and instead he was let, kept on to do exactly what just happened. But mm. we're going to get into all that. Got to wonder if it We was got some more George Soros too. Uh I uh found some evidence last couple of days that supports my theory that George Soros is truly the devil. But, but I thought you flopped on that one last week though. I or last did. Time. But I said, I said George Soros had a cocky bind. That's what I said. The you last did. Time. You did. And his cocky bind just happens to be uh, Anthony Fauci. But either way, okay. we're going to start out with the big one. <clears throat> uh, obviously you all know that Supreme court blocked the OSHA mandate. For large companies, for Correct. companies with over 100 employees. 100 employees. Yes. But there was no other mandate for anything less. So that, Well, but there was one for healthcare workers. Correct. But stop. I'm not at healthcare workers. Right now, I just said blocks the OSHA mandate. Didn't say anything about CMH. Understand that this is the biggest one because this was coming down on private companies as well. So I cannot wait to see how this pans out for the private companies, industries out there. For instance, one of my big ones, and I got a feeling um, one of the things Bongino, for instance, has been holding off on is waiting to see what happens with this ruling because now it's up to Cumulus and how they react to him. So that being said, they've already fired like half of their staff because they were not vaccinated. Yeah. So now lawsuits, it's legal to sue them. They are open for legal litigation, civil litigation against them. What do you want to bet? All of a sudden, there's a whole bunch of people hired back at their past pay rate with back pay because that's the only way they can avoid civil litigation. And if I were those people, and uh, if we worked, for instance, for Cumulus, and uh, they asked us to come back and said, oh, our bad, uh, 
This would be my answer. And then I'd say, not only are you going to pay me your fucking civil litigation, but I'm going to sue you for millions of dollars because now it's defamation of character and you released my health records in the open air. So now I'm going to go after you for a HIPAA violation as well. That is legally what can happen to these companies now because they just released a medical procedure that technically I do not have to disclose to a motherfucking person and you just forced it upon the world because you told everybody that I was fired because I refused to get the vaccine. That is now a HIPAA violation. Okay, I was gonna say, I'm not sure about defamation or even wrongful termination. Um, oh, you can get wrongful termination? No, no, I, I because know. Because the, the Supreme Court just said. Well, the Supreme Court actually said that well, here, I have right here what the Supreme Court said. It said, uh, indeed, although Congress has enacted significant legislation addressing the COVID-19 pandemic, it has declined to meet any measure similar to what OSHA has propagated here. Um, let's see. OSHA has never before imposed such a mandate, nor has Congress. Let's see. Many states, businesses, and nonprofit organizations challenged OSHA's rule in court of appeals across the country. The Fifth, Fifth Circuit entered a stay. Sixth Circuit lifted the stay. Applicants now seek emergency release uh, relief, arguing that OSHA's mandate exceeds ex statutory authority and is otherwise unlawful. Let's see. What did the court find? That's part of the rulings. That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the court found that OSHA was way overstepping their bounds. The correct, court said but that essentially, even during chickenpox, they never in required a vaccine. And that was the one thing they brought up. They went back to chickenpox. They said not even during chickenpox was there ever a government mandated vaccine for chickenpox for those who were in the workforce. OSHA never mandated it. But they said that, well, adults can't. What, what's the shingles virus? The last time I checked, that's just chicken pox for adults yeah so basically what what the opinions came out to be or what the the presiding opinion came out to be was that and they didn't talk about bodily autonomy at all in either ruling which was very very disturbing. Odd. very, very odd. disturbing um and part of it i think is because the lawyers didn't bring it up which which is smart on their part yes well the, and no the ones that were defending the mandate it was smart on their part the ones that were attacking the mandate they should have brought that up. exactly and they didn't so the courts didn't address it at all but basically the court said that um biden and osha overstepped their authority that it had to come from congress and the states and the individual employers. That's why I said I don't know about the wrongful termination or even defamation because essentially the Supreme Court threw it back on the employers. Yeah, but and that's why they can go after the employers. And it, well, no, but the Supreme Court basically said, you know, that you have to leave it up to they can't do a sweeping, you know, No, a, no, I'm one talking one size fits all mandate for everybody, but they did imply that individual employers could enact their own mandate. And, but if that were the case, okay, so for instance, now listen to me, remember why were they terminated? They were not terminated because of the company's mandate. They were terminated because of the government's mandate. Except that it is considered the company's mandate because it hadn't officially come through the government yet. Remember, oh, okay. like my company, hold, no, no, let me finish. My company okay. put in a mandate October 20th, yeah. right? Yeah. After the press conference, before the law, the, before the ruling had even come out, before the, the rule from Biden had even come out. That was a company mandate. Okay. It was based off of 
Biden's press conference, but it was a company mandate. And right. I think a lot of other companies are going to fall along the same lines. Okay. Are you listening? Are you ready to listen? Uh, well, okay. are you, are, were you listening I to me? Did or listen, were you just waiting for your turn to you talk? Were, you were fucking, I was just waiting for my turn to talk. I didn't even pay attention to what you were saying because I already knew what you were going to say because I already had an argument and you just didn't let me finish the argument. The point is, is that you have to understand where these people are sitting right now. The the ones that were fired from Cumulus, according to what Bongino said, mm -hmm. okay, in their termina termination letter, it stated, the reason you are being relieved or let go from your current position is because of the federal government mandate requiring you to have a vaccine. That right there puts the onus on the federal government. Now the federal government no longer has that onus. Yep. So guess what? That company now is liable for everything. Yep. Defamation, HIPAA, everything and i guarantee i put money on it had you quit and gotten a termination letter or got fired at least yeah in your termination letter i guarantee that the the company you used to work for would say in there according to this company blank blank and blankety blank that according to the federal government we you are required by this date to have this vaccine and since you don't, you are now turned. That puts that onus back on that company now. And guess what? Yes, you most certainly can sue. You can most certainly go for everything, the short and curlies, all the way up to the balls. You can make that, you can twist that bitch and turn until it turns blue and falls off. Well, here's the question. And this would be a question for the lawyers. I'm, I'm sure when they go to court, but... Um, I wonder if Cumulus or whatever company has a leg to stand on because at the time that they fired those employees, the federal mandate was still in effect. It doesn't, the stay alone should have suspended all of that. Like for instance, remember how I told you when I came home, I said, well, looks like I'm going to have to find another new job. Mm -hmm. And you were like, why is that? And I explained to you that, oh, well, yep. they're, they're going to enforce the mandate. And you said to me, what? Well, wait and see. Exactly. I've waited and see. Yeah. Okay. It started out January 6th. And mm -hmm. they asked me, are, are you going to go? For me, it was, are you going to go get the booster? No. No. And uh, they said, you understand, you'll have to find a new job. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll see. I No, I, I just said, we'll see. Yeah. And uh, January 2nd rolled around. And what was the first words out of their mouth? Because the stay had gone into effect December 27th. Something and like that. the offices weren't technically open until January 2nd. January 2nd came around and email rolled out. Oh, well, we're going to go ahead and suspend that date. Yeah. Because they were waiting and seeing too. They were doing the same thing yeah, I was doing. Absolutely. And well, now the ruling has come out by OSHA. I'm waiting and seeing still because there is still a possibility they're going to force the CMH part of this on us. If that comes out, then obviously peace. Because that was, that was given the stay. Understand what we're talking about with the OSHA part was about the 100 employees or more. Yeah. So if you work for a company that has 100 employees or more and it does not collect Medicare, Medicaid from the federal government, which is funny because somebody told me something else and I'm going to get into that in just a second about this one because <clears throat> there was something about this that I was like, Ugh. anyway, so the OSHA mandate was about OSHA states that are OSHA compliant. Understand the state of Georgia is not an OSHA compliant state. How they were going to force an OSHA rule on us when we do not abide by OSHA still has me. Most companies in Georgia. Perplexed. Most companies in Georgia probably don't know that. 
they probably don't know that they're not OSHA compliant, especially companies that have um, businesses in multiple states. Well, either way, uh, Georgia is not an OSHA state. We don't follow OSHA here. No, we have OSHA our own state is laws. not a di dictating. No, we have the Constitution of Georgia, which mirrors the Constitution of the United States. And the state of Georgia felt that if we have a Constitution that mirrors it, that therefore we don't need OSHA. That is just another big government thing that we don't need in a state that's... Yeah, we can take care of our own occupational Small government, and health. you know? So that being said, OSHA really never applied here. And the fact that everybody was believing for half a heartbeat that OSHA actually had something to do with this, eh, no, not really. So moving forward though, the CMH uh, we're talking about, this is the combined Medicare, Medicaid, Medicare health benefit. These are taxes that are taken from or paid to companies that receive money from the federal government in the form of grants, in the form of money from Medicare, Medicaid, so on and so forth. So if you work for a healthcare provider, um, you're shit out of luck. So if you work in a hospital, if you work on an ambulance, if you work apparently right now in a fire department, uh, we haven't been given official word on that just yet, but here soon we're going to find out. If nursing you, homes. If you ride a call, if you go to a hospital, if you go to a nursing home, if you deal with healthcare in any way, shape, or form, you're pretty much fucked. So uh, for all of you, I have one bit of advisement. Get the fuck out of your job. Because my thing is this. If you all leave, what are they going to do? You know, that was another thing that was really interesting in this opinion because at the, the end... And and I do want to correct Mike Adams real quick because in his podcast, in his Health Ranger report, when he was discussing this, um, he he thought Roberts had fallen on the side of the conservatives in the uh, the CMH mandate. He did not. No, he didn't. Roberts and Kavanaugh. He was a liberal. They correct. Both, they, they both, both went. Folded. They both went liberal. Yep. But in the the OSHA one, Kavan Kavanaugh has been real wishy washy with all of this. Yeah. So in the OSHA one, it was just um, Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan that dissented. Correct. Um, Which really surprised me because Kagan was the one that was asking all the hardcore questions. And still nothing about bodily autonomy or about the vaccines even being safe and effective or, you know, the studies coming out of the UK showing that um, they're they're basically saying don't get the booster because well, it's going to kill you. Again, again, this goes back to what the argument was. You can't say that because they're not allowed to opine on an argument that is not present, that's not given in front of them. So there has to be an argument. Yeah. If you wanted to yell at somebody, you yell at the person, the two people that were arguing for and against the mandate. And that was something that was not brought up on either half. Uh, I guarantee that the person arguing against the mandate was probably just a normal straight laced Republican who probably, I've actually find it hard to call him a Republican, but um, I guarantee they had very little knowledge of any of the shit that we're talking about. And I find that hard to believe because there's so much out there on it. But not if you only listen to the mainstream media. Exactly. And that's the problem. Um, all right. So in this, uh, in this opinion, basically he says, well, and, and this was interesting at the end because he says that it's uh, 
Sorry, I'm trying to, this is ridiculous. Um, the, the dissenting opinion is like 15 freaking pages long. All right, uh, so the question before us is not how to respond to the pandemic, but who holds the power to do so? The answer is clear. Under the law as it stands today, the power rests with, with the states and Congress, not OSHA. In saying this much, we do not impugn the intentions behind the agency's mandate. Instead, we only discharge our duty to enforce the law's demands when it comes to the question, who may govern the lives of 84 million Americans? Respecting those demands may be trying in times of stress, but if this court were to abide them only in more tranquil conditions, declarations of emergencies would never end and the liberties our constitution separation of power seeks to preserve would amount to little. Okay, well, hold on. That's that's <clears throat> great there. No, 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 hold but, on, really quick. Do you wanna know what that means? Uh, do you wanna know the honest to God truth, what that means? Yeah, it means that if you give no. the government a little bit of power, they're, they're never gonna stop. You declare an emergency and they're gonna do everything that they can to keep that emergency rolling so they can continue to hold on to that power. Well, that is accurate. However, what it actually does is it null nullifies the government from having any responsibility whatsoever, basically meaning they just said that we cannot sue the government. Well, that was always the case. Well, no, it wasn't because if the mandate held out and they found that the mandate was actually killing people, if they found out that the vaccine was actually killing people, that changes everything. And now the government's liable for anything that took place from that point on. What they just did is absolve the government from any wrongdoing whatsoever concerning the mandate. And that's what they just said there. That's what that decision means. They basically just... Without Joe Biden winning a fight, which he hasn't, he hasn't won a fight all week long. However, what they did there was basically grant, I, I guess, a stay of execution for his administration. Because if the government all of a sudden had to start paying out all these, all the, all the, all these lawsuits, the government would be broke. Not that we're not now, but we'd be more broke than we already are. Okay, wait. I found the part I was looking for because um, it was in the the initial opinion. So um, let's see. We are told by the states and the employers that OSHA's mandate will force them to incur billions of dollars in unrecoverable compliance costs and will cause hundreds of thousands of employees to leave their jobs. So if they're so concerned about hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of employees leaving their jobs in why are you enforcing large an companies, illegal mandate? Why are they, I mean, why are they not concerned about hundreds of thousands of healthcare workers leaving their jobs. I would think they would be more concerned about that than about the people that work for larger companies. Are you ready for why? Hmm. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? I, I'm just saying that's what applies here. That rule applies. Absolutely. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? And, how, and, and they still haven't asked, I think, the most pertinent question of all of this. Which is? If the vaccine is so safe and effective, why are healthcare workers suing to not have to take it? Well, I I thought there was a, a more basic question even. I, I think you're even skipping over the more basic question. What's that? If the vaccine works so well, why isn't it working? Well, it doesn't work so well and it's not working. But but but, but no no no, stop. Listen. Not according to liberals. They are going, they have picked the hill that they're going to die on. All right. Understand this, folks. This is where I get super jumpy because this shit just pisses me off, okay? 
you have a group of people that are running around right now and they are fucking saying at the top of their lungs, well, the vaccine works, get jabbed, get jabbed. Why? Because we're about to play a whole bunch of clips where people are saying, go get the jab, go get the jab, go get the jab. You have to get the jab because it's the only way we're going to stop COVID. But wait a minute. It's not going to stop COVID. The vaccine isn't working. It is not stopping COVID. 90% of the cases currently right now, you are being lied to about everything you're hearing about. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. 48 hours. 48 hours while working at the fire department, okay? 48 hours working at the fire department took eight people to the hospital. Of those eight people, eight of those people were fully jabbed. Guess what? Each one went to the hospital with COVID symptoms. How is that possible? According to what we've been told, the vaccine's there to stop the jab. Um, Wait, no, stop. The vaccine's there to stop the jab, right? To stop COVID. The jab's there to stop COVID. Dead in his tracks. Oh, we're not going to have. You won't have. I got fucking retard Biden on this thing tonight. He's going to say, get the jab because it stops COVID dead. No, it doesn't. They are transmitting their own disease to their own vaccinated people. They're getting it. They're having to go to the hospital. Folks, yes, I got two shots. I don't believe I ever got the real vaccine because guess what? I've been around these people and everybody asked me when I walked in the house, uh, are you going to wear a mask? No. Why? I'm not scared. And they looked at me like, I know you can't see me if you're listening, but I just went cross-eyed there for a second because they couldn't believe that I just said that to them. Said I'm not scared. Okay. And actually, one lady, I actually did look at her and I said, well, if the vaccine works so well, why doesn't it work so well? Why am I here? And she couldn't answer that question and I walked right by her and I just continued on into the room and started talking to the patient. Point being, eight for eight went to the hospital with COVID symptoms, eight for eight were fully vaccinated. Yeah. Still not fully vaccinated, still haven't had COVID, kind of trying to figure out why I don't have COVID. I mean, because according to Joe Biden, according to his administration, I'm the one that's blocking up the hospitals. You're the no, one. No, me, not you. You're at least partially vaccinated. You just don't have your booster. I'm the one that's clogging up the hospitals, yeah. even though I haven't been in a hospital in 10 years. Just trying to figure it out. I mean, just saying. Does anybody else know where the breakdown is here? Because I don't see it. I don't see it. Okay, I see it. You want to see it? Sure. Okay. Uh, ER doctor in New York. No, I don't want that. He says, patients during Omicron surge don't gasp for air as much as in past waves, but are getting really sick in a different way. Uh, the new strain appears to mostly exacerbate other medical conditions. Wow. Does that not sound like something we've been talking about? Uh, like it's a cover-up for COVID vaccine injuries? Or is it like, um, hey, what COVID did from the get-go, which is exacerbate yes. your comorbidities? Yes. Did I not say that like months and months ago? So here we go. Uh, there's so much of it, and it's impacting patients in different ways. Record numbers of people with COVID-19 were attending the ER, as well as extremely high numbers of non-COVID-19 patients. Extremely high numbers of non-COVID-19 patients. Hmm. During the first surge, COVID was the only thing we saw in our ERs, he said. 
According to Spencer, COVID-19 is making pre-existing medical conditions worse. For instance, it could, it could trigger a life-threatening condition called diabetic ketoacidosis in people with diabetes. Older people with COVID can become too weak to get out of bed, can't walk, can't leave the hospital. Uh, what's also different now is those COVID cases are often in beds next to patients who've done everything to avoid the virus and for whom an infection might have a dramatic toll. The cancer patient on chemotherapy, those immunocompromised or severely sick with something else. The ones that they've been pushing to get the vaccine, those people, right? Those, those are the ones. Yes. So real quick, uh, just part of the argument that you didn't read and i'm going to read it now although covid 19 is a risk that occurs in many workplaces it is not an occupational hazard in the in most the opinion continues nothing that osha's lack of historical precedent has been issuing broad health regulations permitting osha to regulate hazards for daily life simply because most americans have jobs and face the same risk while on the clock would significantly expand osha's regulatory authority without clear congressional authorization that is the part of the law that is completely unconstitutional. And I am glad they finally noticed that, hey, there is an unconstitutional part of this that was just put in hack by a dictator who wants everybody to get the jab. The question is not how to respond to the pandemic, but who holds the power to do so? The answer is clear. Under the law, it stands today. The power rests with the, and the states and the Congress, not OSHA, in saying this much, we do not impugn the intentions behind the agency's mandate, Gorsuch concluded. Gorsuch is the one who wrote the concurrence for, the, for all of them. And that's pretty crazy. Uh, he went really deep into how the law demands uh, when it comes to question the governs that lives 84 million Americans respecting those demands and trying in, in trying times of stress. But if the court were out to abide by respecting those demands um, in only tranquil conditions, declarations of emergency would never have the end of the liberties and the Constitution, separation of powers that seek to preserve uh, would amount to little. Basically, he's basically saying- That's what I already read and yes. you already explained it. Yeah, but I, I was reading the above part, which is more important. And that's the one that takes the biggest the biggest role in this. So Democrats are, are okays, are, they're okay with fines, prison, and mandates for vaccine deniers. Of course they are. And they're okay with that. Of course they are. I mean- Of course they are. I don't know. Wouldn't you, I, I mean, would you expect them to not be? Okay I, I, I guess not, but- when you, you boil that down, it's pretty crazy. The Washington Examiner had the first question of a survey that was sent out to, I don't know, I guess it was a 50-50 crowd, uh, plus Rasmussen was involved in this. Uh, the first question of the survey uh, set the tone. It asked likely voters approved of the coronavirus czar, Anthony Fauci. Only 21% of Republicans said they do view him favorably compared to 75% of Democrats. The next came the question about President Biden's mandates and the companies for about 100 employees, blah, blah, blah. Just 22% of Republicans agreed, while 78% of Democrats agreed, which is weird. Asked if federal or state fines for those who refused the vaccine, only 19% of Republicans said they were in favor of that. 55% of Democrats said they were in favor of that. Well, you know, we're so divided at this point that you can't even, we don't even consider each other opponents anymore. It's not even a political opposition. We're, we consider each other enemies now. 
Uh, we do. Rasmussen next asked if people favored home confinement for those who are not vaccinated. Only the GOP side, 79% were opposed, while 59% of the Democrats said they favored it. Yeah. Which is just absolutely ridiculous. Lock us up, throw away the key. Again. That's where they're at. So a great friend to us and a great friend to you all that he comes on our show all the time, Dr. Sherwood. He's been on our show, Left, Right, and Center. Uh, we bring him on uh, to talk about especially medical stuff. Uh, he is a naturopath. He is a naturopathic doctor, so you're aware. Um, and he gives us a lot of great info and a lot of great stuff that will help you in your life so you feel better, not only about your mental well, not only about your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. And, and don't forget about your spiritual well-being. Absolutely. Because they've got the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, he and his wife. His wife is an allopathic doctor, so uh, he's the naturopath. She's more the traditional doctor. Between the two of them, they focus on your overall health because it's great to treat your physical body, but if you're not healthy mentally and you're not healthy spiritually, then you're not truly healthy. So... Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party and you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on any order of the supplements that are he supplies there. Go there, check it out. Uh, Dr. Sherwood, again, he's a great friend to our show. He's been with us uh, for a long time now. We've brought him on. He's been on a bunch of our shows. Yeah, if you haven't listened Dr. to him Sherwood. speak, come on here, listen to one of our old shows. You can listen to Dr. Sherwood. He will tell you all about the the, the stuff you're getting. You can also get uh, uh, DNA uh Genetic testing. Genetic testing. Yep, at his clinic yep. in Tulsa. And they do that all, they, it doesn't go to China. So you don't have to worry about your DNA going to China. You don't have to worry about anybody supporting Chinese Wuhan lab crap, lab leak crap. Just check it out. Dr. Sherwood dot, dot TV forward slash Patriot Party. And you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on anything you get there. So folks go there today, give it a shot. Well, what did uh, what did old uh, Pisaki have to say about the mandate? Oh, this this is this one you all enjoy. Okay, they they were absolutely thrilled about the SCOTUS ruling, as I'm sure you oh, can all imagine. Oh yeah, they just her just thrilled. She was just absolutely yeah. the happiest person in the world. Most to definitely. stand in front of that fucking podium. Well, we'll get to that later because yeah. that's quite funny actually. Anyway, what did Pisaki have to say? Oh, Jen, Jen, there. Here we go, peppermint patty, folks. Uh, my inbox is usually pretty fast, but it's something you can get, you give us that reaction to the, uh, the Supreme Court uh, opinions. And uh, on the substance of the matter there, uh, how uh, how much of a blow is this to the administration's plan, pandemic response plan uh, that the employer mandate part of the test, your testing or vaccination mandate struck uh, or halted, and how will that affect the course of the pandemic? Sure. Uh, well, I know there'll be a pre the statement from the president that should be coming into your inboxes any moment now. Um, but let me uh, let me give you a quick reaction. First, let me start with some good news. Uh, news Notice that the maybe color isn't of getting our clothes, attention folks. yet. That's our jobs here, or my job here, I should say. Uh, CMS's requirement for healthcare workers to be vaccinated will save the lives of patients as well as the lives of doctors, nurses, and others uh, who work in healthcare settings. It will cover 17 million healthcare workers at 76,000 medical facilities. The Supreme Court upheld it and we will enforce that. Uh, the, uh, the, the Supreme Court's decision on the OSHA mandate essentially means that in, the pan in this pandemic, it is up to individual employers to determine whether their workplaces will be safe for employees and whether their businesses will be safe 
for consumers. Uh, so President Biden, you'll see this in his statement, uh, will be calling on and will continue to call on businesses to immediately join those, those who have already stepped up, including one-third of Fortune 100 companies uh, to institute vaccination requirements to protect their workers, customers, and communities. We have to keep working together uh, in order uh, to uh, get this done to save more lives. Um, I would note that there are a couple of um, signs, good signs, in terms of uh, without this, um, even, in, even in spite of the ruling that we would point to. One is that 57%, according to a Navigator poll, of Americans support vaccine requirements. Uh, according to a Wills Tower Watson's report, a survey of 534 U.S. employers, a majority, 57% of respondents have or will require their employees to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Why? Uh, because nearly, uh, because employees want to feel safe in the workplace, uh, because they want to incentivize workers to come back to the workplace, and because they've seen uh, large companies across the country implement this and see how effective it is. So, uh, there you go. Yeah. There's what Pepper and Patty had to she say. She said, oh, well, it doesn't matter that the Supreme Court shut it down. Do it anyway. Yeah, we're going to force it anyway. We're going to go ahead and we're going to encourage companies to institute the mandate anyway. That's why I said now it's on the individual companies. And I don't know if those termination suits will actually go through, to be quite honest. Not that they, I mean, I think they should, but given the tone and tenor of the country, I don't know that they will. Well, we're going to see because uh, there's, she said that there was uh, 100 of the Fortune 100 companies. No, she said a third of the of the a, 100 a Fortune. So what is that? Uh, 33. 33 companies about, that said, Yeah, hey, we're going to force anyway. We're going to force anyway. Uh, Nike. Now, if you all weren't already boycotting Nike, which we've been boycotting Nike for years now, right, but I apparently uh, Nike is firing all of their unvaccinated workers tomorrow. Probably not the little kids in China that actually make the clothes. Yeah, or the shoes um, that yeah, yeah, have yeah. the devil's blood in them yeah, or anything no, no, else. No, no, no. Like the, the Uyghur Muslims in China. and The, the Uyghur Muslims. The, the whatever. And um, and the children that are, you know. Yeah, in the sweatshops, yeah. Yeah, like slaves, Yeah, you know, for Nike. The, they, they don't have to be vaccinated because they can't hurt their workflow like that. Um, but if you were selling their shoes on the street, yeah, yeah. you're out of a job. Yeah, definitely. So Sorry um, for you. Yeah. Well, and uh, I heard Microsoft is right there too. I, I heard that uh, Bill Gates came down and said, oh, well, anybody that's unvaccinated can't come back to work tomorrow or something like that along those lines. You know, Bill Gates' kids aren't vaccinated. That's interesting. At, at all. Like, uh, that's interesting. Not a single vaccine. I'd sue him. I'm just saying. No, just me. Yeah. Be me. Uh, just just like, um, what's his name? Steve Jobs' kids never got a tablet. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's... No, he would not let them have any kind of uh, hmm. dumb boxes, no electronic devices, no tablets, you no mean, laptops. You no, mean he called them the same things I call them? Stupid no, I, I called them that, but he would, not he would not let his children have tablets. Really? Yes. Huh. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Because hmm. so, I, don't, I don't like the stupid box either. I no, think, I don't either. I, but I think they're called stupid boxes for a reason. They are. They but make you more stupid. When the elites say one thing and do the exact opposite, like when they tell you that the oceans are going to rise because of climate change and they go buy, you know, $25 million estates on the coast or on Martha's Vineyard or in Florida, you know they're full of shit. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, when they easy. tell you that your tablet is is 
great for children and educational and this, that, and the other. And now then they're marketing they, to kids. They refuse to give it to their own children. You know, they're full of shit, right? When they tell you the vaccines are safe and effective, all vaccines, and then they refuse to give them to their own children, you know, they're full of shit. Well, you know what's going to happen to their st stock prices, right? Well, I think the entire stock market's going to crash here soon. So no, no, yeah, they're all going to go down. You know what's going to happen to their stock prices, right? Hmm. About the same thing that's happening to Joe Biden's approval rating. As it was <laughs> reported today. That, that was a good segue. I think it was yesterday, actually. Uh, was it? Uh, no, it was today. Today was when it came out. There was another failure for Joe. Because Joe's now reached an all-time low. According to the AP and everybody else, his approval rating is 33% now. We all know that... They pad those numbers. Yep. We know that the normal number that they pad it with is 11%. So subtract 11% from there. And you're at 21%. And you're at 21%. 33 and, is a very interesting number for them to pick. And old Kamala was at 29%. So you know that her real number is 18%. Right so you now. know Joe is just happy that he's beating Kamala in the polls. Correct. That's all he cares about. He's That and his ice cream. He's basically beating her with a pulse. He is showing up with a pulse because that's what it sounds like. She needs to, she needs to, to step Actually, up her blowjob game. You, you know what it is, is he's showing up with a pulse and a clean depends. Mm -hmm. So therefore he can still say, well, it depends. And she's showing up with an open mouth and a stank ass crotch. Correct. Mm. And probably a couple of venereal diseases. I'm just saying. I'm, I, I'm not sure. If she has a vagina, we're still out on the fence on that one too. Well, I, she wears a lot of pantsuits for that to be true. I haven't seen her she wear does. a lot of dresses. She does. You know? She does. That's she dresses true. very masculine. She for does. A woman. Who's yeah, I mean, compare her to be compare her to Michelle, and I mean, you don't see the the, the dong, <laughs> <laughs> the baby's arm from reaching yeah. up from underneath the dress. <laughs> yeah. So, grabbing him by the cut okay. as i think uh yeah and i i'm i i think good old willie brown probably um liked it in the front so or in the but, back i mean you never know you never know these days you <laughs> never days, know you never know there's all sorts of pegging going on but over either there. way um some weird shit going Pamela. on over there. and who um who is this douche that interviewed her? Oh, uh, Willie Geist from today. Oh, that's yeah. right. He looks just like Don Lemon. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. You know, I and this is a total segue. It's almost like Willie Geist and Don Lemon were like the same person, just on two different maybe brothers. Maybe. Um I so this random article came out and smart news, and this is totally off topic, kind of. I just found it really interesting and it listed all of well, not all of them, but a lot of the talking heads um annual salaries. And Don Lemon only makes $150,000 a year. He makes less than like anybody else on that list, significantly. Racist, anyone? Well, wait a minute. Hold I on. mean, he really okay. sucks at his so job. We were talking about this tonight because we were watching, I watched MSNBC for like, I was trying to get the liberal point of view because I didn't really listen to a whole, I, some days you just can't. Can't do it. Can't, can't listen to like, Axios, can't listen to Politico. Can't, I, I can't, can't get can't into it. it. It was like, yep. I, I listened to something that was just, you hear something that's just so disgusting, such as plans for the future of these retards. And like one oh, of the God. things I heard this morning, which completely blew my mind is that Hillary and- um, Oh yes, I heard this one. What's her name from Arizona? Um, uh, her her dad was the Senator from Arizona. Um, 
Cheney, Liz Cheney. Yeah, Liz Cheney. Yeah, gonna, Hillary and Liz Cheney are going to run together. ticket in 2024. Yeah, yep. doesn't Liz um, Cheney pretend to be a Republican? Yes. I, is, I, is she going to switch parties before or after she joins Hillary's No, ticket? they said that she wasn't going to switch parties. That's how she was going to bring... <laughs> As as she put it, that's, that's how she's going to bring ninety percent of the Republicans with her. I was like, whoa, ninety percent of the Republicans years. don't even fucking follow you, you stupid bitch. Ninety percent of the Republicans, but either I, way, I don't even think she can. Claim I 10%. heard that this morning, and that was the way my day started. So I kind of puked a little bit in my mouth. Um, everything after that point became very difficult to listen to. Uh, so when I came home tonight, I was just trying to get the liberal point of view before we came on here tonight, just so I could kind of assuage what was going to happen. But even that was tough to do, but we were watching jo Joy Reid and I, I looked at VLAN and I said, um, isn't, didn't she get fired? And she's like, well, she's on her way out. I was like, no, I, I heard she got the can. Yeah. Like her ratings are so bad that like right now we're propping her ratings up by us watching her. And, uh, she, Vilan said the most obvious thing any Republican woman would say, which is, "Well, turn that shit off. I don't want to help her out." And I was like, "All right, well, I get, I get that." But when you you hear shit like that, and then you see that she's still on the air, you have to wonder if that's true or not. And everything I've heard is that Joy Reid's on her way out the door because her ratings blow. Um, she propagates lies. Uh, she did it again tonight. We watched it firsthand. We both watched it. We were both sitting there going, <laughs> that's all bullshit. Uh, and she talked about some shit that I'll get into in a little bit, but, uh, this is just, just to watch some of this shit and to watch what's going on on this clip that we're about to play with Willie Geist and old Kamala Harris, uh, old cunt Harris, whatever you want to call it, camel toe. You'll see what I'm talking about because this is just, uh, I, I don't know how to say ridiculous in any other way than this is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. So enjoy. Because this is ridiculous. Yes. Classic, classically ridiculous. As we sit here this week, we saw a record number of hospitalizations, adults and children. Uh, we've seen the infection record broken. I think a lot of people are, are scratching their heads and they're wondering one year into this administration, why, why aren't we doing better in the fight against COVID? So let me start with saying that people are rightly frustrated with where we are. We're frustrated, we're all frustrated, but I think it's a mistake and it would be a mistake to suggest that we've not seen great progress. If you think back to March of 2020, we were all wiping down the boxes that we got if we ordered things online. Uh, we, there was no vaccine. Now we have a vaccine, which has proved to be effective, and boosters. Now we have our children back in school. 95% of schools are back open. But we're, we're, we're building back up, we're opening back up, and we are not where we were a year ago. Let's talk about masks for a second. It's been several weeks now since public health experts have acknowledged that cloth masks, surgical masks, they're not as effective in, in terms of stopping this new variant, Omicron. Should, should Americans be wearing KN95 masks or N95 masks? Well, the CDC is going to be providing us with those guidelines. But well, what, what's taking so long? Well, the CDC is making their decisions. I don't make the CDC's decisions. But what I will say is what, what has been clear about the masks is you want to wear a tight-fitting mask. That is clear. 
and we want to urge everybody to do that. In terms of the N95 masks, they are available. There is a stockpile of, of I believe, over 700 million of those masks. So the supply is there as necessary and as needed. At what point does the administration say, you know what, this strategy isn't working. We're going to change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. And so right now we know we still have a number of people that, that is in the millions of Americans who have not been vaccinated and could be vaccinated, and we are urging them to get vaccinated. Okay, all right, I'm sorry, stop Stop the shit. It is time for us to do, back, back that up. It is time for us to do what we've been doing every day. Hey, how do we, what, what should we do differently? Tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. ...to change course, to change strategy. Okay. Is it time? Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every... Okay. And that time is every day. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) She basically repeated the question to the guy asking the question. I mean, at least she didn't cackle. She... So... Essentially, what she did was she basically repeated the question to the guy asking the question as if that was the answer. Uh, that is a classic form of lying. It is time for us to do what we've we been do, doing, and that time day. is every day. Uh, wh- what the fuck do you mean? He literally just told you, obviously, this isn't working. And for her to say that 95% of schools are open, you know what I just heard today? Our, our kids' school is about to go virtual for two weeks. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Uh, schools across the country are going back to virtual because of Omicron, Percy I-8. Oh my God. And our kid actually I probably- I wish I had that. Our kid has Omicron Shit. right now, I think. So <laughs> maybe it's good schools are going virtual, but he'll then have natural immunity. So, hey, what, whatever. Um, but either way, it goes back to the original argument is like, where are we going with this thing? I mean, the, the, the administration doesn't even know. They don't even have a fucking clue. They're sitting there. They have one clue. They're scratching their heads. And what they're really doing is scratching their balls. And they're thinking they're scratching their heads. They're all scratching their asses because not all of them have balls, but they all have asses and they all stink. No, they all have assholes and they all stink. That's the joke. Exactly. Old Chinese rhyme. Yeah. But anyway, um, and yeah, I said Chinese. Oh, shoot me. Oh, no. Sorry. They might. Uh, This is bullshit. Um, No. First of all, this is so stupid, it's not even funny. This is like, holy crap. Look, we're, what is the definition of insane? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Okay, we have been doing this now for months. Two years, years, literally years. Oh, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, we're up to years. We are at two years you know, of the one, doing the same thing over and over again you, you and know, expecting different results. You know, the one thing I do like about Hannity, and there's not a lot much left that I like about Hannity because I've really- His Pfizer money, his vaccine pushing There's chilliness. all of that shit. But the one thing I do like about Hannity is when he starts out his show, he says how many days it was since the start of Flatten the Curve. It's like 700 now. Yeah, we're way, no, it's more than that. It's like 800 now. And he brought up, 
No, it's because it, it started March 11th of 2020. No, 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 it didn't. March 11th of 2020 was when they, when they shut everything down. That was that the start of two was, weeks to flatten the curve where it's 700 days. Correct. It, except they started talking about it in February. When they started talking about it is the day one that he started counting. So he's above that. Anyway, long story short, okay. He opens every single one of his shows with how many days it is to flatten the curve. And when he opens the show, it's way above the, and he says it right after this. He, he says so many days to whatever the, the episode date is to flatten the curve. And then he says of uh, 14 days. And he says that exactly that way. And I love that because I think it's hysterical because it shows the ridiculousness of what all of this is. And when you boil all of this down, this has been nothing but about control. It has been about control since day one. Absolutely. Controlling you, controlling me, controlling her, reducing you down to fear. Like this afternoon, some good friends of ours. And I pray that she does much better. Um, they called us up, said, hey, I got a text. Hey, wife's on the initial stages of COVID. Uh, can you come over and give us the regiment? I was there a couple hours after he called. Yeah and gave him the regiment, told him what to take. Here it is. Here's your initial starter just to get you going. Once you get your teledoc visit from Dr. Stella, all I'm asking is that you throw a little bit back into the bin so we have it for the next person. But we the COVID bag. We don't keep it for ourselves. No, we, we keep I it keep, for other people. I keep a COVID bag. So if somebody calls us and says, hey, look, uh, I'm in a bad way. I'm not going to be able to get this teledoc visit maybe till Monday or Tuesday, but is there anything you can do for me now? Absolutely. Plus, I we takes, have an on-hand supply, so we will we will hook you up. It takes 24 to 48 hours for them to ship the meds to you. And in that time, I mean, the only thing that I don't have ready to go is the vitamin water that I make, um, which is liposol vitamins. Actually, we, have, uh, we don't have ivermectin. No, we don't have ivermectin. But, I mean, we have other stuff that they can take right off the bat, which yeah. is zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, amoxicillin. and hydroxychloroquine, amoxicillin, right? So this is all goes in the COVID bed and and the uh, liposomal vitamin water. But my whole point is this, together. like, we got a phone we call today. We bring it today. to our friends. We, we got a phone call today. Yep, absolutely got something for you. Ran over there. I'll tell you in two days how we're doing. Uh, I can tell you right now that you're going to keep me updated. So they listen to the show. So yeah. they're going to keep me updated. She's going to be fine. Long story short, though, is caught it early. And um, more than likely, she will be fine. Yeah, because early uh, treatment is the key. That is the key to this. The second you start to feel like shit, you, you got to say something because it's the only way you're going to get through it faster. And uh, it's not like it used to be. You know, it used to be that you had the sniffles and every woman knows what I'm talking about. Every man does not because when you guys get the sniffles, it's, oh my God, I've got the man flu. I'm going to die. So we, not you, you don't get the sniffles, but. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking I, it, about. No, you do because you got the sniffles a year ago and you were in bed for like three days telling me you were going to die. No, Seriously. never, never have said that. Totally. Like literally if I'm in bed, that means like, uh, I'm like, literally there is definitely something wrong. I don't I go know. to bed for sure. You had the sniffles. Um, and sniffles don't do that to me. <laughs> but, I have the sniffles on almost a daily basis. Get but, the fuck out of here. Well, anyway, but what I'm saying is it used to be that when we got sick, you know, we still, we still went to work. We, you know, we did, we went about our daily tasks. It's called we, suck it up and drive on. We did our things, right? Now, Buttercup. you can't, you can't do that anymore. Now nope. you get sick, right? I 
sent, we brought our kid to school. I brought our kid to school this morning and he walked in the door and he sneezed and they turned around and sent him home because he sneezed. Well, I heard that's not exactly the way that happened. Well, he had a sore throat I heard and a headache somebody the day else before. said something else. And uh, yeah, anyway, we'll get the, I'll take care of that later, folks. <laughs> Either way, we have our illustrious commander in chief who also had to talk to us in the last 24, 48 hours. He's talked a lot. He's talked more than usual, actually. Yeah, it's kind of odd, isn't it? Yeah, because he hadn't had anything to say for Supposedly, he has a press conference set for tomorrow. Really? Yes. Wow. This we might have be, to do an emergency podcast. This will be very interesting because uh, supposedly it's going to be an off script. There's no such thing. Wait a minute. What did I just say? There's no such thing. As what? It's like the it's like the no such agency. There's no such thing. What is what? What are you talking about? An off script speech for Biden. It, it's like um, a unicorn. It, it's it's kind it's of the like, way our son referred to the unicorn the other day. Yes. When we were watching the news and he saw that picture. Yes. He said, "Dad, that's a <laughs> unicorn." Anyway, this one. He's supposedly going to have a press conference tomorrow. Okay. We'll see. And uh, if he does, that will be comical we, at Again, best. we might have to do an emergency podcast. We'll see. We might. We will see. So, folks, right here. Perfect example. Coastal, Mar Coastal Marsh Customs right here. Here it is. Perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming, too, as well. Trying to get them a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood, wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got send it to him. Uh, the guy is amazing. Coastalmarshcustoms at gmail.com. Send it. Use promo code DEFIANT. You're going to save up to 17% on your order. This is all custom woodworking done right here in America, sent directly to your door. It is a veteran-owned, veteran-operated company. One of my favorite pieces right here, just because it was a Let's Go Brandon piece, and I just thought it was hysterical. And uh, VLIN loves it, too. We gotta, we're going to put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh, clear, but I'm telling you right now, this one's a, a killer. We One of the things we, we just saw him last night, we hung out with him at a Christmas party. What one of the few great things I love about this company, we I just love the way that they can. If you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out Coastal Marsh Customs Inc. Uh, Coastal Marsh Customs at gmail.com and use promo code Defiant. It's going to save you up to seventeen percent on your order. And even Vlan's got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night, so I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that Vlan asked for because she's never easy to please. <laughs> So, and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. But let's see what this uh, numbnuts had to say tonight because, okay. or yesterday, today, he said it today, it was on today. So, if you haven't seen it yet, this it might have been be, last night. Uh, no, this was no, today. 113. That was yesterday. This was no, this was look, today. look at the date at the top 113. Today's the 14th. Okay, maybe it was yesterday. Either way, I heard about it today. So, piss off. Let's see what he's got to say. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, do it. Personal choice impacts us all, our hospitals, our countries. I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with the misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. COVID-19 is one of the most formidable enemies America has ever faced. We've got to work together, not against each other. We're America. We can do this. So the military medical teams and the ground 
Okay. Um, okay. Personal choice affects us all. So if it's personal choice, why why the mandate? That is my initial my initial question to that is why the mandate? If it's a personal choice, why are you mandating that Americans get vaccinated for COVID-19? Well, it's still a personal choice. You know, it's not a sweeping mandate saying that everybody has to get a vaccine. Only if you want to work, take care of your family, um, travel, buy groceries, you know, it's, it's, you don't have to get the vaccine, mm. just only if you want to live. Sounds like a personal medical decision. So that means that it's personal choice, which means that- But I, it affects us all. Hmm. Because- Hey, you know because, the reason- No, because remember, hey, you know be, the, by me not getting vaccinated and not getting sick, I can give you COVID even though you've already been vaccinated. Hmm. Doesn't that make sense? Hmm. You know, because it's a personal choice that affects us all. No, 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 no. You, you know, <laughs> I now know the reason why I got AIDS. You got AIDS? Yeah, there was. You a, should have disclosed that to me before we got married. There was a gay guy who didn't wear a condom. He had sex with another gay totally guy. You totally should have disclosed this to me before we got married. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out. <laughs> would, you, would you please let me finish? Okay. All right, because you're just running your neck. Okay. So there was this gay guy. He had sex with another gay guy. He didn't wear a condom and he got AIDS. That's the reason why I got AIDS. It is the same argument. I thought you got AIDS because you got the vaccine. No. <laughs> we know that I got a placebo. But my point is, is that's how stupid that argument is. That is pretty stupid. That is how dumb this argument is. Well, the reason that you're getting COVID is because she didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, even though I didn't the get The reason COVID. that you, probably listening to us in Australia, is getting COVID... Because actually, we do have a lot of listeners in Australia, which completely blows my mind. I didn't know they were allowed to listen in Australia. <clears throat> I didn't think they were. Okay. But um, the reason power that to y'all. Be you are getting COVID is because of her. Absolutely. That's the whole reason. Most it's not definitely. because of anything else. No. Nope. It's because of her. Yep. I am patient zero. That's absolutely true, actually. <laughs> Ask anyone that used to work with me. If anyone got sick, it was always my fault. Mm. I'm blonde and stupid, and I was born on a Friday, just not last Friday. I, I'm... I'm confused because that is not possible. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's not, it's just like, it makes me want to just. Okay. It makes me want to pull the clip of those old ladies going, that's not how this works. That's, that's not, not how, how any of this, any of this works. works. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, but, we totally need All that right, commercial. but it gets better. So <laughs> why, why does this get better? Because How what has better? to happen right after this press conference? Well, Jen Psaki's got to get up behind a fucking podium <laughs> and answer questions well, about yeah. this exact thing. Because she's got to clean up his mess. It's her job. Yeah. And she's got to wipe his ass. Yeah. So I thought that this, was Xi Jinping's job. It might be. Okay. But this is Jen Psaki wiping his ass. And this can't get any better than anything I've ever seen before because it, I almost wrecked my own work truck today listening to this. This is hysterical. And I hope you've all listened to this. If not, if not, here you go. Enjoy. Here you go. What point do you take stock and say that things need to change internally, whether it's your outreach for the Hill, whether it's the leadership within the White House? I, it, you seem to be stymied on an incredible number of fronts right now. 
Well, let me give you a little bit of a different take on this. Uh, more than 200 million people are vaccinated. We've had a record job growth, record low unemployment rates uh, historically in this country over the last year. Uh, we also recognize when you have a, a small margin and threshold in the Senate, it's very difficult to get things done and to get legislation passed. And the fact that the president, under his leadership, got the American Rescue Plan passed, a bipartisan infrastructure bill with 19 votes in the Senate, about six votes in the House, uh, the fact that we are still continuing to, to work with members to determine the path forward on Build Back Better, that we have the vast majority of Democrats in the Senate supporting voting rights, that's a path forward for us. And our Okay, folks, I'm going to pause this real quick because I want to rewind because I just want to destroy all of her arguments throughout this whole thing. So first of all, the first thing I want to bring up is let me let me show you a little something something here because this is just comical at best. Look at the color of her eyes. Just do me a favor. Just look at the color of her eyes. They're red. They, they are red. They're as, like demonic. They are demonic they red. They seriously because are. She is fucking pissed that she's even answering a question about this. When do you take stock and say that things aren't working the way you thought they should be working? And she is, she, if she had lasers for eyes, that dude would not be anywhere, anywhere even part of the press pool. She even said something about changing the leadership in the White House. Yes. And so I'm going to fast forward just a little bit. I'm going to get through that because this is her non-answer to the answer. So, well, let me give you a little bit of a different perspective is what she says. We have more than 2 million people, 200, 200 million. million people who are fully vaccinated. Okay. Is what her answer is. We've had a record job growth. Bullshit. No, well, you haven't. No, 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 because you can't take credit for a job growth that was man-made. You, when you put millions of people on furlough yep. and then go ahead and rehire them. That is not job growth. That isn't. That is just rehiring people you've laid off. That's that, not creating new jobs. That's filling, backfilling old jobs. Not even backfilling, just refilling old jobs. That also includes her next statement about the record low unemployment and, and rates historically in this country over the last year. That's were, not true either. Jobless, came, jobless um, claims came out today as they do every Friday and there were more jobless claims last week than there were the week before and there were more jobless claims the week before than there had been in a year. So she's lying about that. All Everything she said here was one great big lie. 100%. We also recognize we have a small margin Oh, oh, now she's complaining about the small margin. When you Even have a small margin in the Senate. They yeah. have a house, they have the House and the Senate. She's complaining that she has a small margin. Her point, she's going directly after Christian Cinema and fucking uh Joe Manchin. Yeah, oh yeah, she's going after the filibuster here hundred percent. This is nothing but she's not answering any part of the dude's question. Nope. She's not talking about like, how do we redirect things? So at this point, she is 100% full of shit. I, I turned off at this moment because I can't listen to that. No, no, you have to finish what um, playing what she said because it was pretty, it, all right. I, actually. Where were we? I don't remember. Um, all right, keep going. Past that. Small margin. It's very difficult to get yeah. things done. Uh, get legislation fact, uh, le legislation passed. The fact that the president... Under his leadership, uh, got, got the, the American, American Rescue which is, Plan yeah, passed, whatever. blah, blah, uh, blah. Bipartisan infrastructure, six votes in the House. 19 traders in the Senate, six Still traders in the House. continuing to, to work with members to determine the path forward on Build Back Better, that we have the vast majority of Democrats in the Senate supporting voting rights. That's a path forward for us. And our effort is to do hard things, try hard things, and keep at it.
So we just don't see it through the same prism. So the sense is things are going well, there's no need for change right now. I think that uh, having worked in a White House before, uh, you do hard things in White Houses. Um, you have every challenge uh, at, your, at your feet, laid at your feet, whether it's global or domestically. Uh, and we could certainly propose legislation to see if people uh, support bunny rabbits and ice cream, but that wouldn't be very rewarding to the American people. So the President's view is we're going to keep pushing for hard things, and we're going to keep pushing the boulders up the hill to get it done. Oh, my oh, job is so hard. Uh, oh, my God. And if you think I could do better, then let me give you some bunny rabbits and ice cream. What the fuck is she talking about? I, I think she's lost her mind just like Joe Biden. Bunny rabbits and ice cream. That's why the name of this episode is... Bunny rabbits is and ice cream bunny... and unicorns. Oh, oh my. my. That's why the name of this episode wow. is that way. So let's put it this way, folks. According to her... Um, in the White House, you do hard things at hard times. Hard things. Everything's so hard, domestically and I internationally. There's so many things that she has to do. I, I think Bill Clinton said it best. I made a little mess. A little bit on the dress, a little bit on the desk. <laughs> I made a little mess. Either way. Bill oh wait. did a lot of hard things in the oh White wait. House. That wasn't Bill. That was George Carlin. Either way. Uh, I'm no, no. Bill definitely did hard things in the White House. No, I know, but George Carlin was the one who Although said I a think, little mess, I a think, little on the dress, a little on the. Desk. I think Obama did more hard things in the White House than Bill Clinton did. Well, he snorted a lot of things <laughs> off of hard things more than Obama. Whatever. Either way, this is immaterial. The point is, is that she is a hundred percent full of shit right there, and She's I so can't. Ridiculous. I, I don't even know where to begin with that. I mean, bunny rabbits and ice cream. I mean, okay. I'm dying to find out what bunny and rabbits and ice cream have to do with the price of tea in China right now. Obviously, they're Biden's favorite things. We already know that he loves his ice cream, as all dementia I wonder, patients do. I wonder if his his favorite Christmas song happens to be my favorite things. The 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 song from, you know, the Is sound that a of Christmas music? song? Yeah, oh yeah. That's not a Christmas. That's a kid's lullaby. I sing that to our kids all the time. Well, Even I know, still, but they ask like, for it when they're it, sick. It only, like, w the sound of music only comes out around Christmas. I don't know. I watched it all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, moving right along. Oh, old-fashioned. Anyway, so, um, their their hopes of getting their, uh, their voter rights bill. So, a couple months back, we talked about HR1, right? And, uh, I actually, you know what? Before we get into that, let's let's play this. Let's wrap up COVID and the vaccine because this shit. Well, we can't because I got something bigger than that and uh, covers uh, one or two stories. Okay. So well, let's let's play this. Let, let video me do this real, first, real all right? Because this is more important. So real quick, uh, Daily Mail came out with uh, something, and man, they are really. They must have a lot of liberal. Uh, I, I don't even know what to call them because I can't call them journalists because they're not journalists. Um, anyway, they they brought up the whole point about Fauci's emails. This is something that really pisses me off because I'm fucking... <laughs> you mean the point that you brought up six months ago? <sighs> I am so that sick point? and tired of hearing people saying, oh, well, it was just newly released. Folks, it was not newly this released. Is not we newly went through released. these emails in, uh, when they come out, May? Yeah, if you have been listening to us, uh, you know that I brought all of this shit up to include this major bit that they try to talk about the takedown, the devastating takedown that was sent from uh, the director of the NIH at that time to Fauci about the Great Barrington Declaration. One of the things they brought up were the exact emails I brought up. I even 
posted them on here. I we did the whole whiteboard discussion um, from Tony and Cliff to Francis Collins, who at the time was Tony's boss. Yep. Uh, and he talks about the f- three fringe epidemiologists who met with the secretary seems to be getting a lot of attention. Um, even some co-signature from the Nobel Prize winner, Mike Levitt at Stanford. This needs to be uh, a quick and devastating published takedown of its premises. And I don't see anything online like that yet. Is that underway? Uh, Francis. And he sent that to uh, Tony and Cliff. This is what Rand Paul went after him about. Uh, we played this clip in the last episode. And he, uh, Francis uh, from Tony, from Tony Fauci says, uh, Francis, I am posting a link. Uh, I'm posting below a piece from wired that debunks the theory. Best Tony um, wired wired magazine. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time that I went to wired magazine for anything medical. No, but you do do it to control a narrative, um, put it out in the in a broader public perspective. Because when does the public go to? But my whole the, point, you know, my whole point is this: my whole New point, England Medical Journal. My, okay, so stop. My whole point is this: if you're such a renowned doctor, if you are such a scientist, as Anthony Fauci declared, uh, he declared that if you, doubting me is like doubting science. Yeah, he made himself a self-professed God. He said, look at me. I'm a God. He said that you doubt me. You're doubting science. Okay. But the first place that you go, instead of the new England medical journal, you go to wired magazine to drop a hit piece against three Harvard professors, a Yale graduate student who's now a doctor to go after them about how the Barrington study is bullshit. I got some real issues. There's like just a real issue there. Again, Collins replied back. Indeed. Well said. And then from Fauci, another refutation herd immunity approach foster. uh, It was a focused protection of herd immunity and other deadly delusions, abandoning the solidarity of long sirens of an age targeted reopening of political error and medical mistakes by Greg Gonzalez on Twitter. There still hasn't been a mention of the new England medical journal. That's because regular lay people don't read those things. And that's not who they were trying to get through to. They weren't trying to debunk these people with other scientists. They were trying to debunk them with the general public, but they used, they quoted other scientists. Yes. But they were trying to get the narrative across the general public. That's my point. No, you're wrong though. It, my point is that they used other scientists to debunk scientists that have higher prestige than the scientists they were trying to debunk. Yes, but my point is that they used those scientists on places like Wired and Twitter because the people that were reading it had no idea that the scientists that were debunking, um, that were doing the debunking, were less qualified than the scientists they were debunking. Okay, so People one, don't pay attention to that. They okay, were trying to sway one public One more time, opinion. stop. One more time, stop, because you keep missing the point. The point being is that you mean to tell me that they are such fucking retards with their 13 fucking 100 degrees and the $3 million that they spent in a fucking education. They couldn't look forward five seconds to see that some numbnuts like myself, who's absolutely fucking retarded, couldn't go dig this shit up and fucking realize that, hey, look, dumbasses, you were debunking somebody with that's less qualified than the person that they're trying to debunk. Yes. 
No, they can't be. They th remember, they're not dumb, folks. They think we're dumb. They thought this would all be protected. They never thought any of this would come out. They didn't think that we were smart enough to pull a FOIA like this. Well, it happened. It did. And guess what? We debunked this seven Six months, months ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, seven months ago Absolutely. now. Absolutely. This bullshit is now just coming out. And they are now just saying, well, look, look Fire at all Fauci. this. Everybody's now coming to the realization that what, once again, it goes back to, we are no longer conspiracy theorists. We're conspiracy factualists. Everything that we've said so far has come true. Yep. Every single part of this. We reported it more than seven months ago in May when we brought this up. When I pulled out the whiteboard, I said, look at this crap. This is nuts. And given some of the other things that we predicted, I hope that scares you a bit. Yeah, because there's a lot more there's coming. There's a lot more so, shit coming. Melatonin significantly reduces COVID-19 mortality, a study says. Uh, that's great to hear. Interesting. Melatonin helps you sleep at night. I take it all the time. I yeah. Don't have any problems with uh, COVID. Hmm, weird. Oh, and I still haven't gotten a flu shot. Well, fuck me running. Uh, well, again, Dr. Mikovich said that the flu shots carried COVID and that's what started the pandemic in the first place. So melatonin is a hormone synthesized in the penile gland and several other organs. Indeed, most cells, including the human lung. Uh, monocytes. Yeah, monocytes and uh, macrophages. As it actually synthesized in your mitochondria. While most well-known natural sleep regulator, melatonin has many other important functions. Notably, it plays an important role in cancer prevention and may also prevent and improve certain autoimmune diseases such as type 1 diabetes. Interesting. I, take I had no of, idea. I take a lot of melatonin. You do take a lot of melatonin. It also has an anticonvulsant. Hmm. Maybe. That is wow, a good that is reason I should really be taking melatonin. Antioxidant uh, properties as well as... Uh, potent antioxidant and railer ability to enter your mitochondria where it helps prevent mitochondrial impairment, energy failure and death of mitochondria and damage of oxidization. It also boosts immune function, helps recharge glucose, glucothamine, glucosamine, no glucathamine, okay. which is a deficiency, which has been linked to COVID-19 severity and may improve the treatment for certain bacterial diseases, including tuberculosis and helps regulate gene expression via a series of enzymes as noted in the Journal of Critical Care. Melatonin is a versatile molecule. Melatonin plays an important psychological role in sleep and cardiovascular cardio, uh, circadian. circadian rhythm and regulation. Uh, amino, that's a big word too. Immunoregulation. Uh, antioxidant and mitochondrial protective functions, reproductive control, and regulation of mood. Melatonin has been reported as effective in combating various bacterial and viral infections. I had no idea. So, folks. I just thought it helps you get a good night's sleep. And, of course, sleep is integral to your overall good health. But, wow. Good go things some, about mental, melatonin. Hey, go out, go out and get some melatonin. You get melatonin gummies at the grocery store. So, uh, before we leave uh, the okay. COVID, we're going to play this one. This because... is hysterical. So um, this has been, this has gone viral and uh, everyone's been going back and forth saying, is this guy for real or is this guy trolling? So we're going to watch this and then, and then I'll tell you what's really going on here because I, I know this guy and I know what's really going on. And this is some funny, funny shit. 
Will the real Dr. Fauci please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Vaccinate your mom. Vaccinate your dad. Vaccinate the happy. Vaccinate the sad. Vaccinate your babies. Vaccinate them. Even if they got rabies. Vaccinate my life. Vaccinate my wife. Vaccinate your DNA. Vaccine created by the CIA. Vaccinate your body. Vaccinate me at the party. Vaccination freak. Vaccination freak-a-leak. I want the vaccine in my life. I want the vaccine for my wife. I want to vaccinate you all day long. Vaccinate you while I wear my thong. Vaccinate me. Vaccinate who? Vaccinate she. Vaccinate her. Vaccinate them. Vaccinate my friend. I want to vaccinate to the end. Vaccinate me pure L. I love you. What can I say? DNA. I love you. I got the pure L feeling pure. So clean. Got the lights off because I'm calling Paul, do you got to clean the mic? You got to vaccinate. You going to get Corona from Mona. Don't vaccinate. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. You got to vaccinate in the Lone Star State. Vaccination is so great. Vaccinate me all day long. Vaccinate your dad and mom. Vaccinate my body. Vaccinate me at the party. I vaccine dream. I love the vaccine all day long. I want to vaccinate your mom. I want to stick it deep in your arm Omar where are you I want to vaccinate you but you can't hear my song vaccinate me in my thong vaccination right or wrong Dr. Fauci give me that ouchie I want it in my body vaccinate me to go to the party Omar is back vaccinate me white or black vaccinate you vaccinate who vaccinate you all day long vaccinate your dad and mom vaccinate me in my thong Vaccinate the mayor. I am a vaccination player. What can I say? I'm the real round sayer. Prime time. Nine and nine. On the ground. All the time. I blow your mind. I spit the rhyme. I commit the crime. I'm always on time because I'm nine and nine. Alex that. And I grind and shine. And I blow your mind. One more time. Vaccinate your mind. Vaccinate your body. Vaccinate your life. Leave your vaccination party. I love y'all. Wow. No, wait, wait. At the end, they were like, all right, I think that's enough. <laughs> Your time is up. <laughs> so that's Alex Stein from Conspiracy Castle. Wow. <laughs> so he's got his own podcast. He's got his own show it's on YouTube. Alex Stein, Conspiracy Castle. <laughs> and he went up in front of the, I think that was Dallas. Yeah. The Dallas City Council and just freestyled that for two minutes and 20 seconds. Wow. <laughs> so troll level on that one is a million. It's pretty epic. Yeah. Good job, Alex. Well done. Uh, so it is fake. It is fake. It's 100% fake. So Alex is not all about the vaccine, although apparently he really wants to vaccinate his mom. Maybe he doesn't like her very much. Apparently he enjoys <laughs> rapping about it. I mean... <laughs> And no, I'm not talking about rapping gifts. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, give me that Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one hurts. So, okay, uh, that made me giggle a lot. So uh, what else, what other failures do we have this week from this administration? Oh, everything. The whole uh, week was a failure. Pretty much. Uh, 7% inflation. Wow. 7% Seven. inflation. So that's the highest inflation since the 80s. Yeah. Like, since 1982. We were, yeah. I mean, I was I was four years old the last time inflation was this high. So for all of you out there that were looking forward, that you just got your annual 3% raise, guess what? You just took a 4% pay decrease. Yep. 
And guess what? When your dollar is not going as far as you thought it would, mm-hmm. um, all if, I can if say, you if didn't... you voted, if you voted for this numbnuts, um, when he's going, I did that. Yeah, he did that. Seriously, yeah, he, he did that. fucking did that. Uh, if because, you didn't, if you didn't about get this a ten percent raise this year, you didn't get a three percent raise. It was crazy because I read this article, and this came from. Um, uh, I want to CNS news. Um, so 1 billion 51, tri- uh, well, no, I'm sorry. 1 trillion, 51 million, uh, 51 billion, 873 million, uh, was collected in federal taxes in this past year. Okay. And that was in the last three months. All right. Roughly is what we collected in taxes. Okay. A trillion dollars in three months. Okay. In three months. And uh, this was released. Remind me not to pay our taxes. This was released as of today. Okay. Um, Prior years, the most federal government had collected taxes uh, in fiscal year 2016 was $902,498,000. 80,000, which, uh, which was in December in one quarter in one quarter. Okay. Um, the fiscal tax rates this year compared to every other year is, uh, 22% higher than anything before. Okay. Just to give you an idea, that is a difference of $859 billion. That's a B not an M. Okay. So two things that this article particularly does. All right. If you actually believed Biden that he wasn't going to raise your taxes, here it is. Now okay? you can see it's happened. It's, it's gone up significantly. If you actually believed Biden that the wealthiest weren't paying their fair share, let oh, me just were. let me just remind you that the top one percent pay eighty six percent of the taxes in this country. So eighty six percent of that trillion dollars, eight hundred and sixty billion dollars came from the top earners in this country. The rest of it came from us. So um, two lies debunked in one article. Yeah, it, it's pretty ridiculous. All the prices are going up. Good luck with that. Um, it, it Seriously, it cost me a hundred bucks to fill up my tank again today. Yeah. Uh, it, that shit's insane. It cost me way more than that. I know, but my tank is literally half the size of yours. I know, and literally it cost me way more than that. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dick Durbin says that Biden may have gone a little too far in comparing the opposition to segregationists. Uh, oh, you mean his, when Biden said that um, if... In his Georgia speech. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that if we didn't vote for um, expanding voter fraud, then we're all white supremacist racists? Correct. Okay. That he compared us to the KKK. D- does he know they were Democrats? Uh, I don't... I'm, I'm, I. You know what? I used to know. I used to be able to say, yeah, I know that he knows. I, have I mean, got, I thought he was one. I like, have uh, I have literally gotten to the point with him. Did he not give the eulogy at the uh, leader of just, the KKK's just, funeral? Hey, just hold saying. Up, hold up. Again, I used to be able to say, you know, with that guy, yeah, he absolutely knows. Uh, I used to be able to do that. Um, with this guy and pretty much everybody else in his administration. I, I saw a movie the other night because everybody at the fire department told me I had to watch it. Don't look up. Correct. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard all about it. And I got to tell you, if that is not an echo of what is going on today. That's what I've heard. I cannot tell you more. I I don't send anybody to Netflix because Netflix is just as much a communist company as anybody else out there promoting child pornography, child slavery, and everything else. Except they're pretty Um, good at telling us what's going to happen in the future, in the near future. However, this movie, holy fuck. Leonardo DiCaprio, again, one of his best movies I think he ever did. 
And everybody says, oh, well, it's Titanic. No, it wasn't Titanic. I got bad news for you folks. He fucking blew balls in Titanic. However, and De De Django Unchained, uh, probably his greatest role ever. Yeah. As a white slaver from uh, down in Mississippi, absolutely great fucking, great fucking movie. Uh, great acting job. I even think fucking... Jamie Foxx did a fucking phenomenal job in his part as Django. I thought that was fucking outstanding. And the German, I forgot his name. Uh, that guy is fucking badass too. But this role that he played in Don't Look Up, wow. Talk about a guy who gets sucked into the left, realizes everything's all bullshit over there, comes back to the right. Basically, it was it was really funny because it made fun of so many different sides of this argument. It made fun of the Bidens. It made fun of the New World Order. It made fun of the Jeff Bezos, the George Soros, the fucking um, all in one character. It was it was hysterical. Did he have a cock rocket? Yes, that's awesome. Yes, <laughs> and they went to this planet and like Hillary Clinton esque who uh, I'm trying to remember her name. She was in, uh, she was uh, the blonde girl and the two girls that were fighting and then they died and they were still alive. It was really weird. Uh, Meryl Streep. Okay. That's who it was. They get off this rocket. They're all butt naked. It's hysterical. And she goes up to pet this weird fucking looking animal and the thing fucking eats her. I was rolling. This is the funniest <laughs> part of the movie. Everybody told me that the movie was hysterical. Yeah. I didn't laugh once during the movie. Except for when Hillary Clinton got eaten. But when, <laughs> when Hillary Clinton got eaten by some ostrich okay. looking fucking thing with fucking a metal beak, I was on the floor rolling. Okay. Everybody's looking at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. But I was like, man, that's hysterical. <laughs> that's exactly what's supposed to happen to a person like that. I might have to go watch that movie tonight. So either way, uh, this whole thing is like that movie. It's like it, it is completely like idiocracy. I heard, I heard it's like the yeah reboot of Idiocracy. Yeah, it's just like today's, Idiocracy for today. Yeah. It's like today's version of Idiocracy. Yeah. But I almost compared it to Congress because it's basically Congress today. I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it? So Dick Derman, the Senate Majority Whip, um, he admitted on Wednesday that the president went a little, may have gone a little too far with his rhetoric in the days prior comparing, comparing his opponents of the filibuster to the voting agenda of segregationists. Um, of course he did. Um, Jake Tapper and asked Durbin whether it was a start, whether it was stark for Biden to compare fellow Democrats to disagree with him on changing the filibuster, such as Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, Sinema as Confederate President Jefferson Davis and segregationists George Wallace and Bill Connor. Bull Connor. Uh, George Wallace ended up becoming a Democrat when he was elected to office. Just throwing that out there. Um, it is stark, and I will concede to the point, but I don't overlook the reality of the 20 different states governed by uh, governed and led by Republicans and legislature and the governorship, and each and every one of them is taking wary, uh, taking a step by wary step to ensure fewer Americans vote, which Actually, is complete No, we're bullshit. taking steps to ensure that Fewer Mexicans, Guatemalans, Venezuelans, Africans, Haitians, Jamaicans, anybody that's here illegally, we're taking steps to make sure that they don't vote. So I, there was a clip I wanted you to get, and I completely forgot to tell you to get it, but hmm. there's a clip where um, <clears throat> they are asked, uh, the, the administration is actually asked about whether or not uh, Joe Biden, or actually I, I think it was another... Um, 
peppermint patty clip. And she was asked, well, is Joe Biden going to call liberal states that have stricter voting laws than Georgia? I, I and, heard that. I think I might. Did you get that clip? That's in there. Uh, I heard that. Because that is really interesting because she really did not answer that question at all. And I found that really interesting. I think I did. I think it's that one. Well, let, let's see. Yes, I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's that one. All right, we'll play this and see what happens. So we're going to play this one and see if this is it. If this is the clip, it's pretty impressive, folks, because yeah. she really, um, uh, I used to call it, what I, I used to call it something specific when I was there. The, oh, the Potomac two-step. So she really does a really good Potomac two-step around this one. Watch this. This is interesting. Hey, Peter, go ahead, last one. Right. Thank you, Jay. President Biden promised to bring decades of D.C. experience to the Oval Office, but Build Back Better has not passed, voting rights apparently not going to pass, and vaccine requirements that he likes are apparently illegal. What happened? Uh, well, first, Peter, I would say if you look back at last year and what we were able to accomplish, that include getting the American Rescue Plan passed, uh, a package that has uh, is contributed to cutting childhood poverty by 40%, has helped ensure we are moving at a faster pace toward economic growth, toward a record low unemployment rate, helped ensure schools, more than 95%, are open across the country. He also pressed, despite skeptics, uh, to get a bipartisan infrastructure bill passed. One that we have just we're just announcing today, the fact that 15,000 bridges are going to be repaired. That was despite many skeptics. And because of his efforts, 200 million Americans are now vaccinated. The work of an administration continues after one year, and it will he will continue to press forward on all of those priorities. But as you talked about a year ago and working with Republicans, now he is talking about Republicans that don't agree with voting rights. Uh, he's describing them as George Wallace, Bull Connor, and Jefferson Davis. What happened to the guy who, when he was elected, said, to make progress, we must stop treating our opponents as our enemy? I think everybody listening to that speech who's speaking on the level, as my mother would say, would note that uh, he was not comparing them as humans. He was comparing the choice uh, to those figures in history and where they're going to position themselves if they, as, they, as they determine whether they're going to support the fundamental right to vote or not. Uh, um, wait, we're not humans now? She wasn't comparing them as human. She was comparing their ideas. So apparently they were terrible people because they had bad ideas. So now well, that we're just reinforces terrible something people that, because we have bad ideas, but we don't have bad ideas. That that just reinforces something that uh, Dan Bongino said. He said, you know, they don't think of us as dumb people. They think of us as terrible people with ideas where they're, they, they're terrible people people with terrible ideas. Yes. We're just terrible people with ideas. They're terrible people with terrible ideas. Just saying, I kind of enforces, reinforces that. And yeah. Bongino's own argument, Jen Psaki just made. It's interesting. But she didn't really go into the whole point where he, he, I mean, she was directly asked. She was asked directly about the failure with this and that how, you know, she didn't, she didn't feel a need that the, administration had to say anything about this and i was like how how do you not this is like one of your primary issues i mean you had the ultimate choice in atlanta to show up if you're even your liberals friends are distancing themselves from you like stacy abrams, stacy abrams yep. refused to be there everybody says oh it's all good with joe biden 
I've got bad news for you. It's the rat's it office sinking good. ship. All right, because they are she's eating their running. own right now. She is running. She did not and, want to be anywhere near him. She didn't want to be on the same same stage as him. From what I understand, you said the other night that, oh well, Jill Biden must have been there. No, apparently she wasn't apparently there. Apparently she wasn't there either. Yeah, that's crazy. So this is crazy that Dr. Jill Biden was not present. I mean, she is her, she is his constant handler. Yes. Like he doesn't go anywhere without Jill attached to his hip. But Kamala was there. Mm. Which, uh, which is probably why Jill wasn't there. Probably adds to where my. Pro probably why Jill wasn't there because Kamala was there. Yeah. Um, which is just. But you know, when Stacy like. For somebody when, to back out of that, especially when you're a gubernatorial candidate for a state in which you ran on this one thing, voters. Oh, yeah. Your voting rights are what's most important to me. That's what she ran on the first time. Yeah. She said she had the election stolen from her. She said that I am still governor of Georgia, which is obviously bullshit. But instead, we've got this other lackey freaking Kemp. But she didn't even show up to that speech. That tells me everything I need to know about what's going on right so, now. So, you know, when I say they're they're eating their own right now, when you apply that to Stacey Abrams, that becomes exponentially scarier. Yeah, because she literally <laughs> she could literally eat, eat you. you. <laughs> and it's scary too, because you called her the other night. She is a member of the Bilderberg group, so she might actually eat you. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here too. I'm gonna put you back under the bus because you decided to crawl yourself out of it by laughter. But I'm gonna put you back <laughs> under there because you called her a fat cow with a freaking uh, a gap in her teeth that which you could a, drive a train an 18 through. wheeler could back up <laughs> yes, into yes either way <laughs> however true that might be and i actually heard somebody else describe her almost exactly <laughs> using the same words today oh maybe they listened to us <laughs> I, I i began to question i was wondering but minus that fact this is just showing you that oh my god this is getting really bad they are getting the thing i'm worried about i'm not worried about the shit that's in front of us. What I'm worried about is Desperate Joe. What does Desperate Joe do now? You're worried about the same thing you were worried about on January 6th at the Capitol. You were worried about what's coming up behind us. Correct. And this is, this here, uh, hold on, before we get to that, I want to play this because yeah. Biden spoke directly after <clears throat> meeting with the Dems on the voter bill. This is interesting because it's really interesting because Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin both rejected Biden's plea for destroy to destroy the filibuster. Uh, Kristen Sinema went up on a, a fucking 25, 26 minute rant yep. on the Hill and she stood there on the floor and talked about how uh, she wouldn't support Bill Back Better. She wouldn't support Build Back Better because of what it would do to the American people. And more importantly, which I found um, for a liberal, I, I about near wreck, I pert near damn near wreck my truck because she said, my constituents don't want Build Back Better. And for a liberal to say that on the Hill, I was like, wow, Actually, Kristen, Manchin you're, has sounding, the same line. you're sounding very Republican right now. So was Manchin. Yeah. So, but- Tara, don't don't jump yeah, out of your panties just know. yet. Just sit there. I know. No, not not uh, Tara. I thought it was Tara. Uh, uh no, it's it's not Tara in West Virginia. Who is her West okay. Virginia? Um, that listens to us all. Now I feel Leanne. Bad. Leanne Kenner. Leanne, don't worry. Don't jump out of your panties right now. I got you. I got you. I'm not about to give him anything. So really quick, 
Uh, she went into this great big rant. She says, but what, what is the legislative filibuster? Just a, a, another tool that requires new federal policy to broadly be supported by senators representing the broader cross section of Americans. She continued, it demands to be, eliminate the threshold from whichever party holds the fleeting majority to the amount of the group of the people separated on two sides of the Canyon, shouting the solution at their colleagues. Cinema state statement, um, Biden needs all. 50 Democrat senators, yes, votes for the filibuster rules. Um, Cinema echoed uh, McConnell in comments on Wednesday and stressed the importance of the filibuster in an evenly divided Congress. Today marks the longest time in history that the Senate has been equally divided. The House of Representatives is nearly equally divided as well, she explained. My point being, folks, this is what our forefathers foresaw when they wrote the Constitution. They saw this. They came up with an idea how we can break ties without legal means, without involving a court, without um, undue pressure on the U.S. people. And how do we do that? Without overturning a fraudulent election and putting the... Uh... Well, I'm sure they never, ever saw that come. Hmm. But that, that's like a sucker punch. How are you going to do that? No, well... These are guys that lived 200 fucking years ago where no, they were more worried about muskets and fucking cannonballs than they were about AR-15s and fucking ak 4 Then they were about cheating because they knew about cheating then too. No, they didn't. Oh, yes, they did. Oh, Come on, no. people were cheating then? When? You think, you think that people weren't cheating 200 years ago? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that people, because you know what would have happened if you got caught cheating 200 years ago? You would have gotten taken out, strung up, and shot. Yeah, but... Uh, the, the Brits, the, no, 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 they were from, they might not have done it, but they were familiar with it because the Brits did it. I got you. But the one thing that, what were they fighting against? The one thing they were fighting against was against corruption. Exactly. And they knew that corruption existed. And if it had happened in the first couple of years of this country, we would never have survived. That's true. And I'm sorry, that is the fucking argument no, because there is no way that this government would have ever proceeded forward. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were all about scratching each other's backs. However... The one thing they all agreed on is that America by itself could do better than without any other co country in control of it. Yep. And we have up until For the a most point. Part, yeah. And I decided that point was November 22nd, 1963, but you can argue with me about that later. Anyway, uh, one of the other big things that this, this whole filibuster thing, this is important because we get rid of the filibuster. Um, it's a game of one-upsmanship one at that point. Because we get control of the Senate, we get control of the House. Guess what? There's a whole list of shit I want to see disappear in the next Congress. Because, and I can start, term limits would be el numero uno. Absolutely. And if two, term limits do not get passed and signed into law, guess what? I want a maximum Every age. single one of you motherfuckers that were, were elected, you're out on your fucking rosy red ass. Number two. Not only do I want term limits and a maximum age with that term limit imposed, every single person who files for government office has to take a citizen citizenship test. Yes. One that an illegal alien would have to take if they were coming into this country. Yes. Legal or illegal. Yes. Either one. Anyone applying for citizenship in the United States. Anyone that's You have that's to take that test. If you should... cannot pass that test, guess what? You no, cannot you hold qualify. government office. It should be like a security clearance. Exactly. Yeah. And last but not least, every part of every part of your life is open to the public. Period. Including your finances. Including your finances. So Dr. Anthony Fauci and all of these ass clowns that are currently in office that- But they're unelected. Are unelected 
that holds some sort of power over us. For instance, he shouldn't go in front of Congress. It should be the president. It should be the vice president. It should be his director of health care. It should be somebody he appointed in that position. That same person at that point, if the questions do not meet the or the answers do not meet the questions that were asked at that point, the Senate reserves the right to remove them completely from their position. Yes. Period. Give, give them fireable. Authority. That's it. Yes. And guess what? At that point, the president has no other point or no other reason but to go find somebody else period and i think that would be amendable to me i think finally we would fix some of the fucking swamp in dc yeah this is shit donald trump talked about this is shit although i disagree with donald trump on a whole lot of things i agreed with him on this because if we fix the swamp we can actually fix this country but we cannot fix this country right now without fixing the swamp the swamp is as much, if not more, all of the unelected people in D.C. as it is the elected Hence one. the reason you give the right to the senators to immediately eliminate that person from their job if they prove unqualified in front of them. And I don't care what it's about. If you're being called in front of, notice how I said the Senate, the one that actually has the legal authority to do that. Yeah, because Congress the holds House the purse prank. does it. Yep. I could care less about your January 6th commission. Your January 6th commission is bullshit. Yep. And the reason you're not doing it in the Senate is because you couldn't get a group of senators to agree on it. That's funny to me because why not do it in the Senate where they actually hold legal authority to do something to somebody? Why are you doing it only in the House where the only thing you can do, because what if we... I know why. Because if they did it in the Senate, they might actually investigate Pelosi. Well, no, 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 no. If they did it in the Senate, somebody might be held accountable. That is the reason why they might find out that there's a whole lot more people involved in this than what we want to know about or what they want us to know about, in which case they can't control the narrative that's coming out out of it. Well. They They're have having a, a difficult time controlling it anyway. I was about to say, it's not looking pretty for him right now. But this is okay. what Biden had to say about voting rights and everything else following this discussion that he had with the Dems up on the Hill. Yeah. Let's watch this because this is interesting. Don't ask questions about complicated subjects like, can you get this done? I hope we can get this done. The honest to God answer is, I don't know whether we can get this done. Is this mic on? I guess. Anyway. And uh, and well, I'm not sure either. But anyway, I hope we can get this done. But I'm not sure. But one thing for certain, one thing for certain, like every other major civil rights bill that came along, if we missed the first time, we could come back and try it a second time. We missed this time. We missed this time. And the state legislative bodies continue to change the law, not as to who can vote, but who gets to count the vote. Count the vote. Count the vote. It's about election subversion, not just whether or not people get to vote. Who counts the vote? That's what this is about. That's what makes this so different than anything else we've ever done. I don't know that we can get it done, but I know one thing. As long as I have a breath in me, as long as I'm in the White House, as long as I'm engaged at all, I'm going to be fighting to change the way these legislatures have moving. Thank well, you. that won't be very long. Wow. 
he was he was like really pissed right there. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you all saw have, that. Have you but noticed that? He was really, really pissed right the, there. The further along we go and the worse his poll numbers get, the more like a crotchety old man screaming at the kids to get off his lawn. He acts like. Well, yeah, but did you hear how he opened that up? Yes. He came out, he goes, don't ask questions about whether we can Com get something yeah. done or not. You, you keep asking co questions about complicated, complicated issues. Complicated questions about yes. complicated issues. Well, and there wasn't, and I don't think, I didn't have this, I've seen this clip, but I didn't pull it for this one. Um, but there was another oh. one where they ask him, they ask him questions and he, he like, he's like, uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, I'll, we'll talk about that later. I, I guess he and then took he his, just smirks at them. Yeah, yeah, he's he's absolutely but, amazing. But yeah, he's absolutely he's right in this clip. It's not about who gets to vote. We're all about if you if you are an American citizen and you're over the age of eighteen, and, and you're legal, and you're legal. That's why I said an American citizen. Then you have the right to vote. Well, you, no, because you can be an Amer American citizen and convicted of a crime, and you're not allowed of a this felony. Is, this is true. You are not allowed to vote. This is true. And, and there's some, um, that's, anyway. No, no, that's, that's true. The, that is the law. That is absolutely the law. Yeah. If there was any part of the voter law that I would change, that may be it. How do you figure? And it would depend on the crime. Um, okay, so wait a minute. Time out. Because uh, now I got to well, get into this. Nope, no, right. no, no, stop, stop, stop. No, no, stop, you asked me how do you stop, figure. Let stop. me explain nope, how nope. I figure. No, let me, let me explain how wait, I figure. Wait, wait, wait. I get to respond first. Okay? okay, go ahead. So wait a minute. So let's just pretend for one second that Hillary Clinton didn't kill Jeffrey Epstein, okay? Or have him killed, okay? Let's say that he did his time and he was released on bail and he's out in the public. And uh, you mean to tell me you would let him vote? I said it depends on the crime. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't do that, though. You have to set a precedent. There has That's not how this country works. This country is based off of precedent. Precedent based off of laws that are already enacted. So, for instance, if you commit a felony, okay, doesn't matter if it's a heinous felony or not. If you commit a felony, you lose the right... When you made that poor life choice to commit that felony, you made the choice to relinquish your ability to vote in any election. I completely agree with that. Did you ever commit a felony when you were a kid? Nope. That you, not that you got caught for. Nope. Nope. Okay. So, nope. all right. So say when you're 16, you steal a car and go joyriding. Okay. So and you get right, busted. So my next argument is going to be, are you going to pull a liberal side and say, well, 16, when you're a pedophile is nothing big. It's no, not a big deal because that's all. the way the liberals no, just explained not at all. it the Can other day. Can you let me finish what I'm saying? Because no, that but, is not what I was about to say at all. That's that exactly is not what I was what about the to liberal, say. Well, I, they didn't know what they were doing. No, no, that's not what I was about to say. Actually, I was going to say, say you're 16 and you steal a car and you go for a joyride and you get busted and you're tried as an adult and you spend five years in jail you in jail you finish your high school you get your d your ged you go to college you find god you come out uh, uh, the system actually works for once and you come out an upstanding citizen okay should that person have the right to vote no i disagree they made a choice they made a choice the day they stole that car okay so let's let me put it back in your hands okay let me use your theory. And I'm not going to go to the liberal theory and say, oh, and make excuses for 16-year-olds that diddle little kids. No, I'm going to use your example. Okay, I'm going to up it one, okay? Mm -hmm. This 16-year-old who stole this car hit your son walking across the street and killed him. Does that person get the right to vote? 
No, that's a uh, no, no, different no, no, level no, no, of crime. No, no, that's no, why I no, said it depends on no, the crime. No, 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 no. He stole the car, and the same thing happened. He went, he went to jail. He did his time. He came out an upstanding citizen. Found God. Asked for forgiveness. The whole bit. Walked the white line. Does does he get the right to vote? Yes. Why? For the same reason, because he served his time and he he killed your son. Yeah. You're, he would be lucky to, st- well, you're just saying he that be because, because you know <laughs> yes, that I would kill him. killed him, exactly. But the, <laughs> the, the point is not negotiable here, folks. No, you make, look, this is the problem with America. This is the problem we're facing right now. People make poor choices. They are not held accountable for their poor choices. They are expected that it's okay. You, every, people out there, Okay, I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying all of our listeners. There are people out there. I've seen it. Their kids fuck up. Mom and dad go to bat for them. And they just give it to them. They don't make them work for it. They don't make them earn it. They just say, hey, look, it's uh, illegano, illegano. It's okay. It's all gone. That is, that's what's wrong with our society today. This is where we're going wrong. There are things called decisions. When you make, for instance, there was a shooting that happened here in our city not too long ago in Savannah. There was a nine-year-old kid who was playing with dad's gun, pulled the trigger, killed a 13-year-old in in the next room, okay? So let's bring this back down to reality. Nine-year-old and a 13-year-old. Who should be held responsible? The parent. Dad, dad's arrested. Nope. Dad's arrested. Guess what? Dad's a legal gun owner. Dad's an upstanding citizen. Okay. Dad is among the best of the best, right? Let's just put it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good dude. All the way around. He gets arrested. Okay. Kid. Uh, kid doesn't get arrested. Why not? Because he's too young to know the nope, difference. That's not true. That is not true. But that's probably the argument of the court. I, I guarantee that'll be, but that is the problem. Don't, do, do you not see what I'm getting at? We are hitting on a problem that echoes throughout our own society. It's, we become so, uh, what's okay. it saying? Soft, soft times lead to soft men, which lead to weak decisions. Hard times lead to hard men, which lead to hard decisions. Okay. We are at that precipice right now where we're in this we're in this weird in-between time where it's getting harder, but we're coming out of a soft time. It is, but all right, going back to your story, the kid, uh, honestly, it's the father's fault. It is. A hundred percent. Guess who's taking the blame for it? Uh, guess who's taking, he's, he's already said, it's my fault. Absolutely. I'm going to jail. Because he's not even wasting the course time. Because he said, I'm he guilty. Should, because he should, as, he as you did with our kids, he should have taught his child how to take it apart, how to put it back together, how to shoot, that it is not a toy. That's why it's not the child's fault, because he was never taught that it is not a toy. But my point is this, okay? It still doesn't go back to things that parents are doing to usurp children from, and I get it. You want to protect your kids. I do too. Yeah. The best way to protect your kids if you have guns in the house is to teach them how to use them. Forget that. Forget all of that. That's not the point. The point is, is that your kids, for them to understand what life is about, for them to even grasp what the real world is about, is to understand that mom and dad are not there to be their friends. 
They are there to teach them. Whether they like it or not, whether they get angry, whether they're like, you know what? Fuck you. Fine. Say it. Uh, my son, I heard my, my older son tonight, just tonight, not even an hour before we started this podcast. He was talking on the phone with his friends and I heard a bunch of words come out of his mouth. I said, get your ass in here. <laughs> and he came right to the door. And I said, if I ever, ever hear those words out of your mouth, I don't give a shit what the fuck I say. Because what I say, I can say, this is my house. This is my roof. You say that again in my presence. The first question I'm going to ask you is, can you take a shot from me in the face? And he looked at me and he said, no. I said, well, next time, watch your fucking mouth and don't let, ever let me catch you using that language in front of me. And uh, other than being a little confused, because I swore when I said that to him, <laughs> he walked away understanding that, yeah, I shouldn't probably talk that way. Just because I do it. I don't condone it. I do it because he's not going to knock me out yet. When the day comes that he can knock me out, which will be a very cold day in hell, um, he feel free. But at this moment in time, that's not happening. And I've explained that to him. Um, I always liked the joke that with the grandfather and the kid on the fishing boat. And I always thought it was hysterical. And they're out there and the grandfather's sitting there and the kid's sitting there, they're fishing. And, you know, the grandpa pulls out a cigar, starts smoking the cigar. And the kid looks up at the grandpa and goes, grandpa, can I get a puff? And uh, the grandfather looks at the kid and says, well, do your nuts have hair? And the kid's like looking at him like, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? What are you, what are you talking about? He's like, well, your nuts have hair or not? He's like, no. He's like, well, then no, you can't. And then, a couple hours later, grandpa breaks out a beer, starts, you know, drinking the beer and, you know, grandson looks over at grandpa and goes, grandpa, can I, can I get the beer? And uh, grandfather looks at him and goes, oh no, he goes, he goes, no, can, can your, can your dick touch your ass? And the kid again, he's completely confused. He's like, what does that have to do with anything? He's like, no. He's like, well then no. They're driving home and the grandfather, you know, feels bad for the kid and pulls over at a gas station walks in, gets some scratch-offs, brings him back out. And he's like, here, hands him some scratch-offs. And the kid starts scratching off the fucking scratch-off. And he goes, Grandpa, Grandpa, I won, I won. And grandfather looks over at the kid and he goes, he goes, holy shit, that's so awesome. You know what we could do with that money? And the kid goes, whoa. Looks at the grandfather, he goes, can your dick touch your ass? And the grandfather like looks at him and goes, yeah. He goes, well, good, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that goes back to the example. There comes a point in time where you have to start holding people accountable. If we do not do this now, if you do not raise your kids like that now, we're going to have this problem for years to come. There are kids out there right now that only know timeout. I've done my own social experiments when it comes to kids who went to timeout and kids who got their ass whooped. And let me tell you something, the ones that can deal with the most shit, the ones that can get their literally their shit pushed in and just get fucked up side the head. I thought you were in the army, not the Navy. These are the ones that can deal with the most stress, deal with the most pain, deal with everything that comes with being alive. And the ones that, the one or two that got put in timeout or got yelled at by mom and dad. Um, they beta, beta, butchies, beta bitches they, suffering from vaginosis. They vaginosa. couldn't do shit. Yes. It, it, it's, it's embarrassing. It really is. I'm telling you folks, I, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. There has to be a time. Is that time? I, I don't know what that time limit should be. 
Should it be based off the crime? No, it should be based off of what you were charged with, what degree you were charged with, and when you can get that back. Because I'm sorry, the second you start levying a case-by-case basis and start saying, well, you know... No, it has to be a level of severity. It can't be case-by-case. That creates a precedent that you cannot... Un, you cannot undo. Once you ring that bell, it can't be unrung. And my point is, is that if we just make it based off the crime, i.e. a felony, if you're convicted of a felony, you can't vote, then you can't vote. But maybe what we do in your case, and this is what should be going on, what the argument, the, the conversation that we're having right now mm-hmm. should be happening in Congress, should be happening in the Senate, is maybe what we say is, okay, Maybe after 25 years, after the end of your sentence, from the completion date of your sentence, with no other crimes charged, with nothing else happening, and let's just say you became an outstanding citizen of America. At that point, you can take a citizenship test. If you pass a citizenship test, you'll be allowed to vote again. That's a good option. And I'm just saying. The other option would be if, say, if you... If you if you were convicted of a felony, but only served a, a short amount of time and again, hold on, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. And you got out of jail before when you were less than the age of 40 or say 30, 35 around there, maybe you'd have the option to earn back the right to vote by serving in the military. No, because then, uh, no, no, that breeds, no, that's even more horrible. Uh, Serving in the military five years ago rather than the military today. (laughs) That's a whole different thing. Well, that would be a whole different story. (laughs) A A, whole different thing. But B, uh, not five years ago even. You'd have to go back 15 years ago. All right. Um, No, I I, I think that the the best way to do it, you're convicted of a felony, fine. Uh, You get out of jail. You not only get out of jail, but you get out of jail early. I think that should be part of it. Um, that you were a model prisoner, you yeah. got out of jail early, you were paroled, good yep. behavior type thing. You got your education, you came back out, you were a working, producing member of society for a number of years. And I don't know how many years, I, I, I'd leave that up to Congress to figure out. Yep. But you were, uh, I mean, I mean we're, what we're talking about right here is straight judicial reform. Yeah. And this would change everything in the prison system. Because yeah. now instead of putting somebody in a box and telling them that you're going to, the problem with around the clock torture is you can never fucking up it. You can never go one step above it. And there's no carrot dangling. Exactly. You're not giving anybody any hope. Yeah. So by giving this, you're giving them some hope in that. You're oh, giving them a reason to redeem themselves. Well, you're giving them a reason to fight back for their freedoms that they originally had. Yeah. And they go all the way and let's say they get there. Okay. Then what? Well, now you got to pass the citizenship test. Yes. What does that require? Well, now you got to study because now you've got to figure out what it means to be an American citizen and all of the things that go with that, which means abiding by the law, which means not breaking the fucking law, which is means making the right decisions, which means owning up to your mistakes when you make them. And I'm telling you, there would be a big, it would be a huge difference you would see such a difference, I, I I would think, in the prison population alone, especially for those who've been convicted of life or more. Hell, they might start studying while they're still in jail Shit. for their citizenship test. You never know. Right? They might know the Constitution better than you, me, and everybody else out there. Yep, they might. Which is a hard thing to do. So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? 
You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we, found, uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get-go. Uh, we told her that we'd support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, It's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This, this, this is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you and, uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So folks, again, culturelife1972.com use promo code Patriot party, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right. But either way, um, tonight, He's back. Yes, he's back. The one and only. Yes. Um, we bring him back. Uh, he's making more rare appearances, I've noticed. Well, um, so. I'm, it's too late. We were on vacation. It's too late. And he was sick. And now it is the return of Captain Jack. Is guys, here it is. Prime example that these motherfuckers cannot even face up to being questioned when they are not ready for a certain question to come at them. This is what you get, and they get caught. <laughs> Check this out. Who's the superhero that's gonna speak against Joe Manchin? No, I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it Biden? Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry, I just want to here she comes to save the day. I'm so sorry, Charlie. We have she, to wrap. She can hear me. <laughs> can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? Oh, I'm sorry. You got a wrap. Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. Oh. So who's the I real? Can hear you. So who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Joe Manchin. 
Madam Vice President. Come on, Charlemagne. I really Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? Joe, and, it's Joe, and it's Joe Biden. And I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah, baby. It ain't so funny now, is it? Cackling Kamala. <laughs> if you don't agree with the left, they say you're not allowed to talk. And if you try, they call you a racist and try to cancel you. They come after you, your family, your employer. It's sickening. But we got to stand strong for that. Very well said, Congressman Jordan. Thank you for those words. We have to keep reminding our citizens about the freedoms that we have. That is freedom of speech. If we're not going to use it, meaning don't let them shut you up. It's your voice. You should be heard. If you want to be heard, I mean, hey, you also have the right to remain silent, but that's not going to get you anywhere to protect your freedom of speech and all the other freedoms and liberties that we are, that we have that are being slowly taken away from us. But take it from this next guy right here. Well, at least I think it's a guy. Either way, they are saying what they feel, and I feel like that's okay. You can say whatever you want. So I just uh, moved to the suburbs from San Francisco. Everything looks a little bit pale orange because California's on fire, so... Uh, that's that's that um, but what really makes me feel unsafe here is the vast amount of American flags I see like I walked around like uh, like a three four five block radius uh, and I saw so many American flags and that makes me feel so unsafe like I, I I'm afraid of the people here um, well I don't know how you can feel being unsafe around these type of people who love to support the flag, which represents freedom, represents being a hard worker, earning, earning the stuff you have, valuing the rights to life and having a free life and being happy. I, I don't understand how you can feel unsafe around it. How about if you felt unsafe coming here, move back out. Go to Detroit. Go somewhere where there's no American flags. You might just be a little safer there, but I highly doubt it. In fact, I can guarantee this is where they have no American flags. Go somewhere where they have Islamic radical laws like Sharia law and anti-gay rights. Go over there. Because I bet you they won't have any American flags. It's funny, though, because other countries that protest their government taking over or any evil foul shit, they wave the American flag as a sign of freedom. People come here because of their freedom. So, I don't know what it is that makes you and your eyebrows feel unsafe, buddy, but maybe you want to get a gun or, or get, get yourself a dog. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Personally, I feel more safe for being closer to a person who waves the American flag like I do. And before I finish up here, I'm going to leave you with this last clip that's just going to leave you throwing your arms up in the air, saying, really? Are you serious? Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> any problems specifically about what uh, the mayor said about some of the issues specific to San Francisco, some of the retailers leaving there as well? What it is, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. You know, obviously, it cannot continue. Uh, but the fact is that there is an attitude of... Uh, uh, lawlessness in our country that springs from I don't know where maybe you do you don't know where this is coming from are you fucking kidding me I'm telling you see I even had to say it myself you don't know or maybe you do yeah we do know where it's from maybe your fucking golden boy nephew shouldn't be passing bills where it becomes a misdemeanor to steal up to 950 bucks worth of shit 
You know, it used to be a lot lower than that. I think it was like 300 bucks or something. Now it's up to 950. Maybe that's what we're going for. Maybe it was the whole summer of love last year in 2020 that we had all around the country, burning down cities, getting away with shit. Oh, and don't forget about defunding the police. Can't forget about that one. But yet, a little peaceful protest happens on January 6th, and you want to go arrest everyone and have a committee about it, and then getting caught with your own federal agents in on this shit. Oh, man. Maybe it's the whole thing of let's let all the prisoners out because there's COVID in there. At the same time, you're arresting people for not wearing a fucking mask. Give me a fucking break, Pelosi. Your district itself, San Francisco, is the dirtiest, slimiest, scummiest fucking place on this earth. And that's why shit like that is happening. Close to New York City, Los Angeles. Uh, you got you got uh, those, those other cities. What, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago. All these. Democrat run. You ask yourselves that. Where is this shit coming from? You don't fucking know? Look in the fucking mirror. Anyways, guys. That's my rant. I'm Jack, and I'm out. Uh, well done, sir. Hell well yeah, done. Jack. Uh, I can't uh, echo that enough, and wow, that was uh, very well put, sir. And you actually coordinated that one. I actually liked how you put the video clips in there. Very yeah. good, very good. Good stuff. Very good. And and actually, that uh, leads right into a, a story we had for the end, but we're going to push it forward a little bit here. So um, Yeah, we are, because I'm not even set up for it. But anyway. Yeah, well, because it's applicable to what Jack just said about Chicago. So, um, you know, everyone's, well, not everyone, but people are going, well, where's our stuff, right? Where's our shit? Although funny right now, if you go into Walmart or Target or, or even your grocery store, you'll see all this Christmas stuff on clearance that wasn't out a week ago because it's all just starting to come in now. All the Thanksgiving and Christmas crap has just yep. come off the ships from California and now you're seeing Christmas cookies, like make your own Christmas cookie kits on sale for $1.29 when they were like 10 bucks because yep. they have to get rid of it because it expires in August of 2022 so they can't actually keep it till next Christmas like they would want to. So um, yeah, you might want to stock up on that though because uh, you never know, pretty soon you might not be, you able, might to not get be able to get it next anything, year. Anything, yeah. any Christmas or any cookie making kit. So if you want cookies, I'd buy those Christmas cookie kits now because uh, otherwise you're going to be baking from scratch here. If you can find flour and butter and eggs, get some chickens, maybe a cow. Um, but anyway, so in Chicago, uh, shit's really, really bad. And Shit's uh, kind of hit the fan, folks. As, as these trains drive through the depot, and, and I mean, I'm not even talking like, they're not even stopping. Like they're stopping and switching cars. They're really just slowing down though. And people are jumping on the trains and just Looting the shit out of them. Anything that they can get. Yep. So check this out. If it this, ain't nailed down, they're taking This it. is wild. This is what's going on in our America right now. Uh, so my, I'm at 200K, bro. You know? I'm just get on news, baby. All right. For you, those of y'all that are listening and not watching. Um, oh, man. Super thirsty for this shit. This guy's just videotaping. This mass of people on a train. Looks like they're taking TVs and whatnot. I mean, yeah, TVs, electronics. That's a big ass TV. That might be almost as big as the one you put in our living room right there. I gotta go. Nah, but mine's bigger. Anyway. Yeah, okay, probably. It took two of us to carry the that. The train thing. is moving. Yeah. The train's moving, and people are still on it, still pulling shit move, off, still looting it. I mean, they're just, they're passing it off assembly line style. 
So trains moving these motherfuckers. I mean, four and five at a time. On this motherfucker, like, like. I don't know how that dude's running his pants are halfway down his ankles. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I. Wow. So, uh, this is what it's come to. Now, if you if you don't if shit if you want to go shopping, just go to San Francisco, and you don't even need a credit card. You just you, all you need is a vac- vaccination passport. You need a vax pass. You can go into any store in San Francisco and take whatever you want up to nine hundred and fifty dollars. And you're all good. Uh, as long as you have your COVID vax, vax pass, your COVID vaccination card, you can steal whatever you want and not have to worry about going to jail. Now, if you don't have your COVID vaccination card, that's a whole nother thing because then you'll go to jail. Yeah. But looting, rioting, pillaging, nah, you're, you're good on that. Just make sure you got your COVID pass. So. What else you got? Uh, I'm trying to see if I can bring this one up. I'm going to try to bring this one up. See if I can play this one at all. Um, <clears throat> this is actually a... Okay. Oh, this is awesome. All right. All right. So back to the filibuster here. Correct. We have to go backwards a little bit here. But uh, one of the things I wanted to hit on last week, uh, we kind of mistakenly uh, reported. Uh, Biden said... I should have known better. This was me. This was this was my bad because Biden said that he got arrested during the civil rights movement. Correct. And Mick was like, if he got arrested, he couldn't he couldn't actually be president. And I said, well, maybe it was a misdemeanor because, you know, I, I actually took it that Biden might have actually told the truth about something. I thought maybe he was having a dementia moment, like a dementia truth telling moment. But apparently... No, he, it's, he it's all bullshit. One of his lying uh, moments. He says he was arrested during the civil rights fight, um, and his claim before has been recanted several different times. And you can actually, uh, Bongino actually did a really great piece on this. He told he let Biden tell the story four different times. Four different times. You can remember. You can hear him when the memory click kicks in and he's like uh it's no joke and he says stuff like that he says stuff like it's no joke uh i was there i got arrested no no he didn't he never got arrested um that's the point uh President Joe Biden suggested in his speech about the voting rights in Tuesday in Georgia that he was once arrested for a civil rights movement demonstration. He claims that he, he claimed previously that he has previously recanted. I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students, but I walked in these grounds, but I walked in other grounds. I can't even say that without laughing. Biden said in his speech on Tuesday, the grounds of Morehouse College and Clark Atlanta University Tuesday, joking, um, Joking, because I'm so damn old, I was there as well. You think I'm kidding, he continued, his remarks continued. Uh, at historically black Atlanta colleges, it seems like yesterday was the first time I got arrested. He stopped. Biden previously claimed the same thing in the civil rights movement and students in the 1960s uh, and Tuesdays in his struggles for the activists in the South. And they're the ones that opened many of my eyes and school students in the late 50s and 60s. He made similar uh, similar assertions during his presidential bid in 1987. Did they open his eyes to the fact that he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle? I don't know. He hmm. said, I, okay. I came out against the Civil Rights Act uh, and sat in and marched with this stuff, Biden said at the time. But he later uh, dis- disavowed the claim, uh, clarifying, clarifying his involvement after leaving the race and stating that he was not an activist. Okay, Biden was for segregation. He was against integration. He was a complete racist. He he probably was against the Civil Rights Act. 
But Biden reprised his claim during the last presidential election. However, he said that he has also been arrested, including once while visiting Nelson Mandela in South Africa. This day, 30 years ago, Nelson Mandela walked out of prison and I entered into discussions about apartheid. I had a great honor of meeting him and I had the great honor of being arrested with our UN ambassador on the streets of Sawatu, trying to get to see him in Robin Island, which is not true either because he was never arrested there either. So he's, uh, he's gone from being a liar to a pathological liar. He is lying so much now he believes his own lie. And honestly, if it was anyone else, I would say that maybe he was arrested and his family just paid it off to get it covered up. But Biden, Biden's family didn't have that kind of money. No. So, yeah, that's just a straight up lie. So, yeah, we apologize, but we did report that one wrong. He was never arrested. And uh, I, I reported on what he said, yeah. and it, it was a, a straight up lie. So my, my bad for actually believing anything he said ever. So. So we're going to uh, make that mistake. Finish again. up here. This one is actually very comical. Uh, if you did not see it, Tom Cotton absolutely obliterates Chuck Schumer. He gave an excellent speech on the floor of the house Said it was the easiest speech he's ever written because he didn't actually write it. Well, does it matter? No, no. I mean, Tom Cotton didn't write it. No, I got it. Does it matter? Yeah. Because it was Schumer's speech. Yeah, I know. Okay. Does it matter though? <laughs> So uh, I'm going to let Tom Cotton just take this one away because I don't think I can do much more justice. This guy's a genius because he did this and it's absolutely uh, brilliant. This, uh, we were talking about trolling levels before. Yes. This is trolling level like up ultimate here. This is ultimate trolling. Ultimate troll. This is like the dude in the Chicago O'Hare airport that keeps having like <laughs> the fucking empty shelves. Joe. Yes. Called yes. out. Let's and go, Brandon. Let's yes. go, Brandon. Yes. And everything that else. That would be that the brick suit guy. That guy is fucking amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so Tom he's Cotton. A, yeah, Tom Cotton is almost a brick suit level of troll. Take it away. Right now, we are on the precipice of a constitutional crisis. We're about to step into the abyss. I want to talk for a few minutes why we're on that precipice and why we're looking into that abyss. Let me first ask a fundamental question. What is the crisis that calls for the undoing of two centuries of tradition? Are senators merely doing their jobs as legislators, responding to a generalized public calling for the abolition of the filibuster? Clearly not. It is not the American people at large who are demanding detonation of the nuclear option. The nuclear option is being pushed largely by the radioactive rhetoric of a small band of radicals who hold in their hands the political fortunes of the president. Constitutional scholars will tell us that the reason we have these rules in the Senate, unlimited debate, two-thirds to change the rules. The idea that 60 have to close off debate is embodied in the spirit and rule of the Constitution. That is what the Constitution is all about, and we all know it. It is the Senate where the Founding Fathers established a repository of checks and balances. It's not like the House of Representatives, where the Majority Leader or the Speaker can Snap his fingers 
and get what he wants on important issues the Founding Fathers wanted, and they were correct in my judgment that the slimmest majority should not always govern. The Senate is not a majoritarian body. The bottom line is very simple. The ideologues in the Senate want to turn the Founding Fathers, what the Founding Fathers called the cooling saucer of democracy, into a rubber stamp of dictatorship. They will make this country into a banana republic, where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. Are we going to let them? It will be a doomsday for democracy if we do. I, for one, hope and pray that it will not come to this. But I assure my colleagues, at least speaking for this senator, I will do everything I can to prevent the nuclear option from being invoked, not for the sake of myself or my party, but for the sake of this great republic and its traditions. Those are powerful words, but they're not mine. Every word of my speech today was originally spoken by our esteemed colleague, the senior senator from New York, Chuck Schumer. Senator Schumer spoke so eloquently in defense of the Senate's rules, customs, and traditions when the fortunes of his party looked a little different. My, how times have changed. Now it's Senator Schumer's fingers that are hovering over the nuclear button, ready to destroy the Senate for partisan advantage. Think about it. The narrowest majority in Senate history wants to break the Senate rules to control how voters in every state elect senators. Could there be a better argument to preserve the Senate's rules, customs, and traditions? So before it's too late, let us reflect on the wise and eloquent words of Senator Schumer, words that are as true today as they were when he spoke them, even if Senator Schumer is singing a different tune today. Madam President, I yield the floor. The Senator from Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. That, if uh, if there was ever a greater troll in the that world, is, that one takes the cake. That's awesome. That's Trump level trolling. Literally, uh, for all of you that were not watching this on Rumble, he took a picture of Chuck Schumer where he's like, "Hi, hi," and <laughs> stuck it up on an like easel he was next to him, dancing in New York City. Yeah, and it was like. Oh my God, you just did That's not just do that. Awesome. And he, meanwhile, Chuck Schumer's sitting in the chamber with him. I mean, he's literally watching the whole freaking thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's right there. And literally this speech that he gave was not more than two years ago. Just so you're all aware. Yeah. This isn't like it happened. And it was an excellent speech. It's not like it happened 25 Profound. years ago. It happened two years ago. Yeah. Chuck Schumer had to be sitting there going, you have got to be fucking kidding me right now. <laughs> And Tom Cotton played it off like it was 
no big deal. Uh, he like, was smirking. I'm he was. Sorry. He completely, was totally smirking completely. the entire way through that. Oh, that my God. That was hysterical. It was like, holy shit, dude. He was doing everything he could to, to do that not well laugh. and not laugh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. I um, That one, to me, is the ultimate of ultimates. Because he basically... <sighs> okay. Um, Solinsky... One of the guys, uh, I, I know Bongino doesn't like him, but I believe that you have to uh, know your enemy before you can fight him. And one of the Who things- Who cares if Bongino likes him or not? I know, I don't. But Zelensky, one of the things he follows is Zelensky's rules. Uh, and he was a huge liberal, this Zelensky fellow. And one of the rules he made for the radicals, it was for uh, democratic radicals. He said, make your opponent play by their own rules. What Tom Cotton is doing right there is a perfect example of making the opponents play by their own rules. Yeah. Um, if you're going to try to kill the filibuster two years ago and you're going to use your words, I'm going to use your words two years later to do the same thing to stop you from killing the filibuster. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, folks, I'm, I'm not one making predictions, but I'm going to go ahead and just say right now, I'm pretty sure the filibuster is going to die. HR one and HR five are dead. They're you dead mean in the water. The filibuster is going to be upheld. They're not going to kill it. Yeah. I mean, it's just not going to pass the filibuster killing the filibuster is not going to happen. Yes. HR one, HR five are dead in the water. Yes. They're not going anywhere. HR one no. and HR five are the same thing. Just in case you're wondering, it's all of, uh, what's his name's rules for voting. Biden. Uh, no, no. The guy they named it after, uh, Oh, uh, the black represent, re representative, uh, I'm trying to remember his oh, name. Oh, I thought they named it Jim Crow 2.0. Well, they did uh, for media matters, but okay, they didn't do it for like- The uh, actual bill? The actual bill. Oh, it's too bill bad. named after, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember his name now. I can't remember his name. He just passed away. Uh, uh, there have been so many that have just passed away. It's hard to keep up. I know. Anyway, that's not going to happen. So- that failed. All of these things have failed this week. Plus you have 7% inflation that failed this week. Plus you have um, the Supreme Court putting this kibosh on OSHA. Plus on top of that, you have all of the other parts of what has taken place to include sedition that, that we didn't even get into, which we're going to have to get into in the next episode because we are running long right now. We are. And uh, we're trying to end this. But I, I will definitely get into sedition and what's being charged uh, with the 10 guys to include the Oath Keeper leader that was charged. Uh, we know about it. I've already looked at it. Uh, if you want to go look it up really quick. It's not really quick, but. No, I'm going to um, look up the law number. Just all right. So you well, while you're it. looking that up, let me just say uh, this. I'm not looking it up. It's okay, great. I already have it saved. Okay? Fantastic. So. so if, you, is, if you want to know what really happened on January 6th, go to hisglory.tv and get the movie Capital Punishment. We're going to play the trailer right now. Use the promo code DEFIANT to purchase the movie. It is amazing. We've, we've been telling you guys for a year what really happened on January 6th. Because we were there. Because we were there. Now you can see it for yourself visually in a, in a real movie, in a documentary, and not like the crap that you've seen on TV for the last year where they're just cherry picking the worst possible videos. This is actual video, hasn't been released before in this amazing movie. Um, so enjoy this trailer and we'll be back in three and a half minutes. This is treason. Where is Officer, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. 
I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol, and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't believe, we'd have no faith in our institution. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. The FBI, I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So uh, if you're, what they were charged with was sedition. They were charged with straight up sedition, okay? This is title code 18, okay? You can look it up. I've got my uh, great big green book here, criminal codes, federal criminal codes and rules, okay? Uh, of course, mine's a little dated because it's the 1995 edition. I realized that that sucks, but it's under the crimes uh, section of title code 18, uh, so title code 18, 2384 is the number you're looking for. So it'd be 18-2384, uh, 
that's how you'd find it. Uh, Google searching it or going to DuckDuckGo. Um, you're looking for seditious conspiracy because that's actually what they were charged with. No one yet has been charged. Don't listen to the media. No one yet has been charged with 2383, which is rebellion or insurrection. What they've been charged with is 2384. And the reason they were charged with 2384 is because if two or more persons in any state or territory or in any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States conspire to overthrow, put down, or destroy by force the government of the United States or to levy war against them or to oppose by force authority thereof or by force to prevent, hinder, or delay execution of any law of the United States or by force seize, take, or possess any property. Remember that one. Or by force seize, take, or possess any property of the United States contrary to the authority thereof shall be fined under this title and imprisoned for not more than 20 years or both. Okay? The only part of this crime that they can actually prove is the part that I told you to pay attention to or by force to seize, take, or possess any property of the United States contrary to the authority thereof. That is the only part of this crime they can actually say they actually broke. Or That's the one they'll be able to... Maybe they'll be able to prove or delay the execution nope, nope, of nope, any law of the nope. United States because they, they were happened. trying to nope. delay the nope. counting of the votes. What happened? They went ahead, but what, they, no, but no, they, no. They went ahead what the same day. Happened. It was not within. It was not more than. It was no more than twenty-four hours. Correct. It was within a twenty-four hour period. Yeah. So they cannot say they delayed it. It still happened on the day that it was supposed to happen. The vote was in before midnight. Okay. So well, but they conspired. That's just the conspiracy. But they conspired. That's to just the prevent, conspiracy. hinder, or delay the execution no, of the law. They didn't. They didn't because the law still happened. You cannot. Okay. If the law didn't happen it, within a twenty, if it happened on the next day, then they could say they did that. But it did not happen on the next day. It happened the same day. So the argument, the only argument they have, is that they conspired to or by force to seize, take, or possess and any property of the United States contrary to the authority thereof. That's the so only... They, they should have left Nancy's gavel alone. So the big issue... But Stuart Rhodes wasn't even in the Capitol, so how could he possibly be... And he's the only one so far that's been charged with sedition. The other members, yeah. they were charged with conspiracy to commit. So how could he be... Okay, well, that's really interesting. It's this. That's why I'm saying impossible to prove because he wasn't even in the building. uh, From my time and work in this field, I can tell you right now, sedition is the one crime that I always try to stay away from. I always try to find a reason why somebody would have committed something like treason. Um, They would have committed something like because treason's easier, real easy to prove. Uh, Motive for treason is extremely easy to prove. Sedition. Is sedition the is hardest, more like a thought crime. Thank you. It is one of the hardest things to prove. You either have him on tape actually openly discussing it, and that would become seditious material at a point. Matter of fact, the military went as far, if I had the UCMJ in front of me right now, which I do have, I just have it packed up right now, 
um, the UCMJ, I could actually read you what it says in this, uh, the UCMJ because they take it directly from here and they break it down into military law. And then that's even broken down into the steps in committing the crime and what we have to prove on our side. And sedition was the one you just never wanted to prove unless you had a video camera with a tape running with audio and everything else that would be completely undeniable by the evidence team and everything else. That's why we never did that. Because I think right now all they have on is text messages. That's it. And, and group, some Facebook, it's, Facebook it's a, posts. Yeah, Facebook posts. But it's a group text message that Stuart Rhodes was a part of, but didn't, according to Stuart Rhodes, because I heard an interview Actually with him yesterday. give any orders. He, he was, yeah, he was a, like, he was included in the group text, but he didn't really participate or be like, oh, you need to do this on this day or this time or anything like that. Understand conspiracy is very easy to prove. However, conspiracy to commit sedition, sedition is like one of those crimes you just never want to touch. I guarantee whatever federal district attorney or what federal attorney is looking at this right now is sitting there going there i'm not going to touch this with a 10-foot pole and but they're desperate oh they are and they joe are biden because joe biden is desperate the congress is that everybody is desperate they because are everybody on the right has ass. been saying the same thing over and over again no one's Zero. been charged Nobody's with insurrection charged. yep no one's been charged with sedition stop calling it an insurrection so what do they do they charge someone with insurrection this is a political these are political prisoners. all political the so, whole thing is political there's one a couple real quick before we get off and i know we're 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 way long yeah well we're, we're 15 minutes to three hours so we'll, we'll be okay here um international news super quick okay i know just a couple things um we're in america yes but people care what's going on in the rest of the world because the rest of the world looks to us for what's going to happen to them right um and right now we're looking to the rest of the world to see where we're heading like australia so um well, no. that was really funny, actually. If we want to talk about Australia. I mean, everybody saw the Aboriginal woman standing next to the PM in yes. Australia. And interpreting. Interpreting English, English into English. English. Literally English to English. Anybody so. else have a problem with that? No, I did not say that wrong. She was literally interpreting Seriously. English into English. And, um, and I saw that on... I can do that job. I saw that on Mike Adams, but there's a reason for that. The reason for that is because the Aboriginals like to say, well, we don't understand you, no, even though it's English. It, it's just, it was they, just, but they do that on purpose because that way they can claim that they didn't understand what he said because, you know, he didn't speak their language, even though they all speak the same language. So they preempted that by bringing in an Aborigine to translate from English saw, to English. If you saw the it's tape, ridiculous. if you saw the tape, she was like trying to figure out how to say it in English with adding a little twist in the like beginning or the end. One. And, uh, you may pass away is what she yeah, said pretty much. when Instead he said, you may you're, die, you're gonna die. You might um, pass away. You may yeah. pass away. Yes. It'll be really, really bad. He was like, you'll, you'll be really sick. And she'll be like, you'll be really, really sick. <laughs> yeah, her eyes got really big. She's like, but, you'll be really, really sick. So um, the Australian Open is about to go yeah. on, right? The, the tennis thing. You watch tennis more than I do. I don't know why you're I, rolling your no, eyes. No, I don't. Okay, whatever. Well, I don't watch tennis at all. Um, I don't either. I just happen to know who he is. I watched right. Sports Center. So his name is that what Novak did how the hell do you say his last name? Djokovic. Yeah, that's it. Djokovic. So that you know, he got thrown he's unvaccinated and proudly unvaccinated. Yeah. He's like, I've already had COVID. I'm not I don't need I'm not shot. sticking that shit in my body. Fuck off. I've watched too many of my colleagues just 
pass out and die or not be able to play anymore. Someone else just got diagnosed with myocarditis. And, you know, I mean, he's he's top of his game because the rest of his game is pretty much literally shot at this point. I mean, he was... Well, no. He was top he, of this game anyway. He's one Grand Slam away from like winning the most Grand Slams out of yeah, anybody else. Yeah, and he's not going to get that because... So they, they initially said well, that... Well, not only that, he was he won the Australian Open last year. Mm-hmm. And this year, uh, they are not going to let him compete. Uh, They're actually deporting him, and he's leaving the country. They were going back and forth. So yesterday, he was going to be released and going to be allowed to play. And then the, the Australian premier... Prime Minister, yep. Prime Minister, whatever, um, rescinded his visa, and they are deporting him for being unvaccinated. So he will not be allowed to compete in the Australian Open. So if you were hoping to see him, he's not going to be. So there. that's not going to happen. Um, Mexico. My mom's going to be really excited about this one because her whole, she really, she really loves to travel, and she um, is not getting the vaccine because we're allergic. So she was, that was her real big thing. She was like, how do I get a card? I want to be able to travel. We're supposed to go to Mexico, this, that, and the other. Well, happy news, mom. You no longer need a COVID pass to travel to Mexico. In fact, you don't need anything to travel to Mexico. You don't even need to take a test. You don't even, you don't even need to fill out the health questionnaire anymore. Mexico said, there's no more COVID. It's all bullshit. They got rid of all of their incoming regulations no, for COVID. Awesome. I guess I know where we're going this year. We are going to Mexico on vacation Fuck this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Jamaica's rough. Yeah. Still. So you need They're a COVID pass for Jamaica. There. So, um, yeah. And, uh, all right. And two other things in France, this one was really interesting. Um, so this guy died from his COVID shot. The doctors declared it a, a vaccine death. Um, and he had taken out a, a couple million dollar life insurance policy to go to his kids and the life insurance company is not paying it out. Interesting. Because they said it's suicide. They said he knowingly participated in um, this stage three trials of an experimental vaccine, experimental drug. That is the equivalent of suicide. Suicide is not covered under your life insurance policy, and therefore we're not paying it out. Well, then I, if that argument exists and he does, they don't pay it out, I don't think we have to take it. I don't think there's any and mandate in the world that yep. requires us to take it. Yeah, and that's what they said in France. There's no man. There's no government mandate in France. Um, forcing all the citizens to take it. So therefore, they are not required to cover it. I, hey, that, more more power to them, but this just goes to show you folks, like I this said. This is where it's going, because remember- Episodes and episodes that, ago, this is all bullshit. We have to take off the blinders. Remember, this is just a, a week ago, that CEO of One America in Indiana came out and said there was a 40% increase yep. in in- Excess deaths yep. from people ages 18 to 64. And working age. Yes. And normally a 10% increase is a one in 200 year occurrence. Okay. And this is a 40% increase that is unprecedented. They cannot afford to pay out all those life insurance policies. So let me tell you, they are going to follow this French guy, this French company right here. They're all connected. It doesn't matter. We are in a global society now, right? This They're, they're all about globalism. They're seeing this French company do it. They're going to see the exact same thing. If you are not a healthcare worker, there is no mandate for you to get the vaccine. And therefore, they are not required to pay out your life insurance policy because you have participated in a stage three experimental trial of a a gene altering poison death shot. Essentially, you've committed vaccine suicide and suicide is not covered under insurance policies. Um, Either is stupidity. They, They kind of fall under the same thing. So there you go. And uh, last but not least, in the international news, there is a doctor in New Zealand um, who 
celebrated the fact that he's like a small town doctor celebrated the fact that his community had the lowest vaccination rates in all of New Zealand and New Zealand's like full on commie now, like everybody has to get the vaccine. But this doctor was telling his patients he was actually doing informed consent with them, telling them what the actual risks are, um, you know, myocarditis, blood clots, no long-term studies, et cetera. So his patients were like, no, we don't want that. Um, and then the ones that did get vaccinated, he put in their charts that they were, he documented in their charts that they were magnetic, um, and, uh, other, you know, things that we've been talking about and now he's having his license pulled. Hmm. So, um, this truth telling doctor in New Zealand is no longer going to be practicing medicine to the detriment of his patients because he was doing everything he could to keep them healthy and the government is subverting that. So... I'm sorry. But yeah, that's where we're at in international news. Well, and when we come back uh, next episode, uh, I will uh, bounce out with that one right off the bat. That's George uh, Soros. George is the Soros. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, I do believe he is the devil. Yes, I've been sitting here coloring. Um, yeah. He definitely is the devil. Occasionally, but... Mick lets me talk and he plays in the corner yeah. and colors. Yeah, that's what, do you what I do. And, see? Um, you, you see? Look I, at you. I'm I so proud. Either way, uh, we will be back uh, with that Monday, 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 Monday. Probably one of our bigger days. We've got tons of interviews on Monday. Uh, we've got Candace Taylor. We've got, again, folks, Georgia, please send us your questions. Yep. We need questions. I, You can't hear me tell me. I, I can't tell you enough how much I already, how much I think about, you know, What's going on politics wise? I can ask all the questions in the world. Uh, it does me better. It does the candidate better if they actually have questions from their constituents. So I, I am a constituent of Georgia. Yes, I get it. But I don't know everything that's going on in Georgia. I can't tell you what's going on across the state in Columbus. I can't tell you what's going on in Atlanta. I want to hear from everybody in Georgia, just like I want to hear from everybody in Nevada, just like I want to hear from everybody in Montana. Yep. Um, The big one I just heard about Nevada, uh, we're not having the guy that just raised like a million plus dollars. Um, He's not that guy. This is a separate individual. Um, I want to know how he compares to the guy I just saw this morning on Fox news. Um, I want to hear what your questions are for him. Uh, what is it different about him? That's not the same about the guy right now that I just saw, saw run and he made like a million dollars or some crap and it made him, got him a spot on Fox news. Um, and they cut him off really abruptly, which is really funny. He used to be the, uh, Clark County police chief and, uh, it was it was comical watching Fox News come off, uh, but this guy is not the former Clark County Police Chief. This is somebody else running from the state of Nevada. Please tell me why Nevada is going to flip red, and tell me tell me what you want to know about this guy because he is different. He is not the same cat. This is one of the ones you probably don't hear about in the mainstream media. This is one of the ones that's probably calling for uh, Nevada to. Go ahead, decertify their election. He's probably one of the ones that we like, the ones we like to talk to. Um, I Challenging was, COVID restrictions, yep. backing constitutional carry. Yeah, yep. that's uh, th- those are the highlights of his yeah. and who platform. Joey Gilbert. Joey Gilbert. So yep. we're going to have Joey Gilbert on. Tell me what you want to know about him. We'll ask the questions. I don't care. You want to send him anonymously, do it. 
but at least put a number or something. So, you know, I'm asking your question. I'm doing this openly. I'm trying to show you that, look, I'm going to ask your question, no matter what it is. Uh, I'm going to ask the question. I care less what the guy says. I'm going to ask the question and I will say who it's coming from. Uh, not only that, but we also have Montana. We have Mary Todd, uh, Mary Todd's coming on folks in Montana. Please, 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 please. I, I, I know she's actually running for Congress, not for governor. Okay. I was she's, wrong. Running she's running for Congress. For Congress. Yeah. So Mary Todd, whoever's wherever she's running. If you want to know more about her, please send us a question. I will ask. It's not a big deal. We're going to ask the questions. We're going to ask the big three, obviously guns, babies, and Jesus, because those big three are the ones that resonate with us. Um, outside of that though, I don't know anything else about what's going on in Montana. I really don't. I don't know what's pressing issues for you all in Montana. Please tell me. If you tell me, I'll ask. Uh, I'll be happy to, especially if it's something that's going to get her all riled up. I'll definitely ask. Um, especially if it's some shit like you think you would be embarrassed of saying, trust me, I have no filter. Yeah. I will ask. No fear, no filter. I we ask anything. Ask we don't care. Whatever. Yep. Um, and the same thing goes for Georgia. Georgia, same way. Please yep. send me your questions. She's going to be on here. She's not wasting her time coming on here. There's a, she, we, she always gets good feedback when she comes on our show. So I, I love having Candace on. I love having any of these other politicians on Yeah, because I want them to have the same platform that these other assholes that are raising billions of dollars. I want the grassroots campaign folks to have the same platform that the other people that are raising billions of dollars have. I want them to have the same ability to talk to the people. I don't want this to be, uh, another Goliath and uh, David and Goliath, David and Goliath yeah. type fucking situation. I want them to be playing on a level battlefield. If you all listen to us and you live in Montana, you live in Nevada, you live in Georgia, please ask us the questions. We will ask them. I think we should also reduce the, um, the cap on the, the largest amount of donations that people can give right now. It's $2,900. I think they should make it like $25. Well, I'd say 250. Okay. I'm yeah. Okay. 250 bucks. Yeah. I think that's the biggest you can give donation wise. Yeah. I think that for should be the biggest that you can give for one anyone year. for one year. Yes. Yes. For one year. Yes. If you want to com commit over and over again, yeah. for like four Each years. Year, yeah, definitely. 250 bucks. Yeah. That's the definitely. Max you can do definitely. Per year. I just, I, because you know, this that, that got puts everyone on the same level because when you have these people that come in and they have these huge voter, these huge donors and these packs that are backing them and the pack thing is bullshit too. You know, this dark money I think they shit, should be dissolved. That's ridiculous. Yep. No more packs, right? I think that all campaign funds should come from individual voters yep. with a small market cap on them. So 250 bucks I think is good, especially with today's inflation, right? And not only that, when they come out with what they're, Voting when they come out, like when it comes down to primary time. Yeah. Right? Uh, also, from now on, uh, if I was running the country, and I'm not, but if I was, I would say also primaries would also have debates. There would be yes. a debate prior to the primary. Yes. Most Why are, definitely. There's no debates going on prior to any of these because primaries. Because once you get to the main election, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Every, it's too late. It's like, well, what else do we then have? Then you're choosing between the lesser of two evils. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I think there should be a televised public debate debate per state. Um, and no, I'm not going to federally regulate it either. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to say this would be an amendment to the Constitution. This would be the 29th Amendment. Yeah. And it would be these are the things that we will federally regulate that there is a cap yep. on change the cap donations. There will be primary 
uh, debates, debates prior yep. to primaries. Yep. Because again, this crap has got to stop. This is why we keep getting the same people in office. This yep. is why the swamp never drains. And I, I think Trump was on the right move. I just... I think he was going about it the wrong way. And he was surrounded by the wrong people. Yes. Yes. But I I, I don't know much about politics. I'm just okay. here, you know. All right. Well, before we wrap up on a personal level, our new puppy, Annie, did not join us in the studio tonight because she has found her personality, um, which is quite hysterical, but she really needs a MyPillow dog bed. Yeah. She really does because she's taken over our mattress topper. Um, I woke up this morning with her draped across me, like sleeping with her head on my neck. She's so sweet. Well, then she's, she's so cute. not actually but, necessarily and she, on She was on everything. Topper. No, but her body was on my roll and go my pillow. Well, that's... She stole my roll and go pillow. Because she stole she's, it from my side of the bed. <laughs> she stole my main pillow. <laughs> anyway. It sounds and, like a personal problem. It and, really does. And her favorite thing to chew on is my my pillow slippers. She stole one of those out of our bathroom yeah, and brought it into the foyer where her little toy thing is. And she was just chewing on it merrily. So I need new slippers and she needs a dog bed. No. Yes. But that's okay because you can go to mypillow.com forward slash defiant and save up to 66%. Use the promo code defiant, defiant at mypillow.com. Defiant. Yes, that's it. Defiant at mypillow.com. Uh, the dog beds are quite amazing, actually. We had one for our old dog, but it's too big for Annie yet. We'll have it for when she gets older. She needs a smaller dog bed now because she's just a puppy yet. Um, Bullshit. Put her on the old one. I, I don't care. <laughs> she could be just fine on that one. We have Either to way, again, mypillow.com. Yes. Promo code defiant. Save, Save up to sixty six percent. Get the towels. Get the. I, I've heard so many good things about the the, the sleepwear too. Sleepwear, yeah. yeah. I've heard all, tons of good stuff about that. But yes. either way, go there, get it. Trust me, it, get a good night's sleep. It'll change your life. A matter of fact, I need to go get one. So, um, yes, you do need to go get a good night's sleep because you have to work tomorrow. I get either to way. I don't I, have to bring the kids to school tomorrow because it's Saturday. I don't have to bring the kids to school tomorrow on, on oh, Mondays. They're off anyway, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why this principal said he couldn't come back till Tuesday. See? That makes sense. So, okay. either way, I'm not going to take it. Not going to take I, it. I'm pretty much done. <laughs> you are so, so folks, done. have a great night. And uh, we like, will- Like, share, subscribe. Uh, yeah. We forgot to lead off with that again because we're so bad at it. I know. Look at me. It's I'm, my I'm, fault. <laughs> we're going to sit down on, on Monday. We're, we actually, uh, no, tomorrow night we're going to sit down and we're going to record intros and we're going to record new ads and intros. Ads, ads yes. and intros. Okay, sounds good. So either way, folks, have a good <laughs> night. And uh, like I said, sorry this took so long, but I mean, there's just, there's a lot of stuff to get out there. We had this to fix. We had to correct the us, actually. We had to correct the record a little bit there. And uh, we will be coming back with George Soros. Uh, that would be one of the first stories that we lead off with. So you can understand why I still think he's the devil. Yes. And, so uh, we'll have another newscast for you on Monday and then we'll roll out all the interviews from the day no um, no we won't have monday no uh, yes monday tuesday's the kid's birthday wednesday you're working so monday's oh yeah. the newscast shit yeah. yep monday night it's all already right. scheduled Fuck. i know it's rough it's gonna be a long day it really is all right folks well either way have a great night and uh we will talk to you later thanks for listening